Welcome everyone to another exciting episode of LGA, that is Lit Gaming Arena, for those of you who do not know. I'm Marcus, that's Justin on the knob, Scruff McGruffston, if you want to call him that. That's a me! And to my left is Frost the Lovely. I'm here to make sure that I'm talking loud and I'm going to consistently talk like I'm in the middle of an argument with somebody the entire time because no one likes how quiet I am on the podcast. Please send help. That's the energy we demand on this podcast. Let's get to it. Well, welcome to episode 15 of the LGA podcast. Uh, as usual, I want to remind you that we do have a website, litgamingarena.com. Go there to find all the latest articles we post. Also, join the Discord, chat.litgamingarena.com. You can hang out with us over there. And we have a Facebook and a Twitter and an Instagram and every other social media known to man. And an esports team. And an esports team. Mm-hmm. Who are on the Discord. Come hang out with them. They're cool guys. So, now that I've gotten... And slaves. And sl- what? <laughs> we have slaves, too. Are you talking about the bot? Are you... Are you... Yeah. Are you insinuating that... Slave bot. You're going to slay... No. You're, you're enslaving the computer. Oh, I immediately regret bringing anything up. I was just trying to make an offhanded <laughs> joke, and now you're going to turn it into something totally different. Bots deserve a fair wage. Go Andrew Yang. Please. Please. <laughs> by all means, keep going. Okay. So, anyway. That I've Universal got that. basic income. No, okay. Go. Dobby has a 10-inch dick. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. God. Oh, when did J.K. Rowling get here? Hey. That's his wand. <laughs> Grendelwald and Dumbledore had an intense sexual relationship. Powerful. My my favorite version of that is still the hard drives article, which was J.K. Rowling reveals that you, the reader, were gay all along. It's my, that is my favorite <laughs> this, one. It's the best one. It's funny. Everyone's stealing it, too, and cropping out the fact that it came from the hard drive. <laughs> there was a uh, YouTube video the, I watched with a guy being like, pretending he's J.K. Rowling and then being like, hey, could you guess what characters are gay? And he's like, no, I don't want to. And he's like, all of them? It's a Gus Johnson (laughs) video, you pleb. Is it Gus Johnson? Yeah, he's like, Hagrid's transgender. What? Yeah, she went through a surgery and she prefers to go by Hagrid now. I, my guess, favorite guess, one guess, is guess which Harry Potter is gay. Oh, I don't know how to remember how to how to write a lot of things. A lot of stuff to remember. Little spells, jeans. My favorite one is still what the like when a Midwesterner is calling his dog, and it's just like Remington gun, because <laughs> it's just all like ammo, shotgun. It's like my, different like uh 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 what are, what are other gun brands? I can't even remember, but it's just like it's trigger. Just, yeah, like trigger, and then the, the Winchester. Gun trigger Winchester, and then then at the end he's like. Gun, gun. <laughs> like he's afraid to my, actually yell it out loud. My, my I, the sad thing is that I actually had a friend that had a dog named Ruger. It's yeah, it's total. I mean, we aren't Midwestern, but I feel like we like we're still Midwestern mentality up here. In the, the great old state of Montana. It's it's okay. It's Montana. okay. It's I, I consider us Midwestern, even though we're not. We're 
We don't belong in anything. We're not Midwestern. We're, we're kind of technically. We've great. never belonged anywhere. Like, we're just a bunch of stinky hillbilly. Like we're not. Mm. We're not Northwest enough to be considered like um, um, Pacific Northwest. That's like, oh, that's Idaho and uh, and in Washington and Oregon. But I mean, we're Northwest. How come we can't be in that group? Okay. <laughs> okay, we're good. Let's keep going. All right, so we have new game releases for the week from March 24th through the 31st. Okay, so March 26th on the PS4, we have Danganropa. <laughs> what the hell is this? Danganropa. Is that what it's called? Danganropa? Yeah. Danganropa. Danganropa. Rompa, Danganropa Trilogy for the places four, I said. Yep. Including that V3. You didn't know that was an anime? You've never heard of it before? No, I've never heard that it name. Was, it's like a really popular anime. It was, well, is uh, it popular? It was a game. Yeah, it was a, lot a game of people really first. Liked it. Oh, I didn't was know that. Game first? Well, well, I knew that it was everybody liked the anime. Well, everybody's it wrong. Anime, so. <laughs> it was a popular game first. Well, says you. You heard it first here. I've played folks. it. I haven't. <laughs> I've played it and watched the anime. I've never even heard of it. It. I'm gonna shoot you, <laughs> and then I'm gonna dispose of the gun. In the incinerator, just like in the game. <laughs> very good, very good. Okay. That was very nice. <laughs> All right, uh, moving on. Um, Generation Zero, also on March 26th. PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Also on March 26th, The Legend of Heroes, Trails of Cold Steel, Decisive Edition. That is such a weird name. PlayStation 4 for that one. And MLB The Show for the PlayStation 4. Exclusive. Exclusive. You're going to play that MLB The Show? Nope. <laughs> you not a sportsman? I have poor sportsmanship. <laughs> and Nelke, the legendary alchemists. Alteliers of the New World. <laughs> I thought it was Italian. <laughs> Is it Italian or Atelier? I don't know. I, I thought don't it was Italian. I thought is it Italian? Is it French? Is it French? I think it's French. Is it French or it's French? mustard? That's uh, how you spell mustard. Uh, so that's going to be on the PlayStation Four, Nintendo Switch, and PC. Next is Outward, PlayStation Four, Xbox One, and PC. These are all March twenty sixth. By the way, there's so many games coming out on the same day. Uh, Princess, the Princess Guide, PlayStation Four, and Switch. Then we have Assassin's Creed 3 Remastered on March 29th. And that is like everything. PlayStation 4, Xbox One, PC, and Switch. Well, actually, I guess the Switch isn't... No, Switch is coming in May 21st. Never mind. Scratch the Switch. Yeah, it's going to be a bit... It's going to be... It wait. looks rough on there. Bummer. Then Tropico 6 is coming out for the PC, apparently, on March 29th. But it says PS4 and Xbox One are... It says summer. But... Supposedly, it's probably true. supposedly the PC I think version that is, is coming true. out. I think that's 29th. true this time. It's true this time. It keep, yeah, it keeps popping up on the list like every week because they delayed it how many times. Then Yoshi's Crafted World, Switch exclusive, obviously. Yep. You gonna play that Yoshi? Nope. <laughs> I played the demo. Um, I didn't like it. You didn't like it. I'm not a big fan of Yoshi games. Like, no. Aside from Yoshi's Island. That's a good one. That's anyway. so weird. I always just picture you like you just even if you don't like it, you still buy it. 
I'm really weird. I'm real weird. No, he's probably now. still gonna bite. He just won't play. <laughs> Don't put that on me. <laughs> I, I I always just thought you just bought it whether you were gonna like it or not. Like you, you gotta no have choice. that complete Nintendo collection. <laughs> yeah, that's I, that's that's the life that I thought you lived this entire time was that just. He's if gonna, it came out and it had Nintendo okay, on it, you just he's he not, bought it. He's not going to buy the game, but he's going to buy the Amiibo that are for it. If uh, there, uh, that's yeah. true. If there is an Amiibo, <laughs> I am going to buy it. I do have the giant, the, the Mega Yarn Yoshi Amiibo. It's pretty cool. He's big. The only Amiibo he will never have is the one where they, they all got stolen on a truck. <laughs> well, those are like top secret Amiibos. Nobody has those. Um, They are never going to reveal them. Well, we know what they were. They're just, they're gone. They're out <laughs> they're, of circulation. They're, they're gone forever. I have a but, gold gold Mega Man. He's like ultra rare. He's like God question, status. Question, if you, if you get one of those ones that are like disappeared off the truck or whatever, is that like. That's like you super have, rare. You have, you have like a, no, you have like clear theft of like royalty or jewelry or something. How like, could you prove it was off the truck? Yeah. Well, like, if it's so rare, it was I off the truck. I bought this used Amiibo from somebody. It's pretty rare. I mean, I Marcus. Thought, would I buy thought it, it was like a secret line that got stolen, no. and there's literally nothing else out there like it. No, no, okay, it's just regular amiibos that got stolen from a truck. Shut yeah. up. Well, if Frost. there was a, a certificate of authenticity, then yeah, I would be all for it. <laughs> what are these dogs? Hey, I have rare amiibos. <laughs> Does it actually have a certain well, amiibo? It I has guess certification of authenticity. Gold Mega Man is worth a lot of money. That's the that's you, the that's the authenticity that? is the yeah. fact that it's gold. I have gold. And it Mega came Man. with a little like is what is it, a little amigo size like a certificate. Like <laughs> a, a little certificate like, that's the size of amiibo. I'm like proving I made of gold. It's like it's 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 proof that it went to college, like its own little diploma and it comes in a little frame. I hang it on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Behind the amiibo. That's good. That's I'm still one. a little bummed out. Um, so, my friend, I, I was in Target and they had a bunch of clearance items, and they had a clearance version of the Mega Man Legacy Collection on 3DS, which is that came with the Golden Mega Man. It's five bucks. Wow. I was going to buy it, but I was like, "Hey, I know you don't have Gold Mega Man. You should buy this because the Gold Mega Man Amiibo by itself used is like seventy-five bucks." Holy crap! Um. Yeah, so he bought it, but I was like, I could have bought that. <laughs> and you sh- you should have. I, I would have kept it new in package. You should have bought it. Should have. Well, I'm That nice. was this week on shoulda, woulda, coulda. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. <laughs> I'm too nice. <laughs> I should have just... I should have been like, you snooze, you lose. That's mine. mine. Yank. Because, yeah, I was like, it's here, but I'm not going to buy it today. But if it's there tomorrow, I'm going to buy it. And he was like, I'm going to go buy it. <laughs> <laughs> such, a, such an altruistic <laughs> gesture. All right. Well, that's it for that segment. Let's move on to video games that we have not played. What did you play, Justin? I played nothing this Pooping week. game. All yeah. right. I played catching up on work. Frost, did you play any pooping games? That's all she played. All the pooping games. This week was a blur. I don't remember what happened. Did you <laughs> did you play any games? I think I just I think s- I must have fucked with the time machine because I I'm I'm drawing a blank. 
Porcelain thrones. No. <laughs> you put that that merged dragons a lot, I think, didn't you? I thought we weren't supposed to talk about pooping games. That's why Marcus was calling them pooping games. No, that's the games you play while you poop. It, well, I that's did. That's why they're pooping games. I played merged dragons and Hugh and so what do you think uh, about merged dragons? Matchington Mansion or whatever. The what? Matchington Mansion. Matchington Man. What is Matchington that one? Matchington Mansion. It's you switch pillows around to match same colored pillows and oh so it's like a match three four those types of games are you attacking things with no you're just cleaning a house (laughs) well that sounds pretty great you match the (laughs) you match the pillows and and you get to clean a little bit of a section of the house at a time well and then you have to go on to match more pillows and then you can clean another section of the house well then you should play the one that ryan reynolds is playing <laughs> the tune blast i don't want to you though, ever seen those dumb like, those dumb ads it's, it's literally the whole ad is just ryan reynolds just sitting in like his his makeup room just sitting there on the on the chair playing <laughs> tune blast so so merge dragons then is another less stupid one but most likely equally as stupid where you have to build things of three and then you put them together and it goes to like the next level. So like you have three bushes and you can merge those bushes into like an elder elderberry bush or whatever. And that's you get that's that's that. And it's then, like it's like then, um, you, then you find three elderberry bushes and then you <laughs> merge those into one thing into into the giant bush. And, and then, then it <laughs> turns into the dragon fruit tree. And you when do you like, get the dragons? You have so like each. T- <laughs> you have, you Where have do to the get, dragons come into play? <laughs> yeah. So you have the dragons and they're supposed to go and like mine the rocks for you or like go through the bushes and find things for you. So they'll go and find like usable material or they'll find money or they'll like dig up like treasure chests. And that's how the dragons play a role in merge dragon. Mm -hmm. (laughs) See, I'm scared of mention of any of these games because I saw you playing some merge dragon. The word got said, my phone listened, and now I'm getting advertised for it. It's a really it's never typed hot anywhere. game so, right now, so, okay? So this week... Everybody don't say it. any game. It's going to show up in my feed. I already did. I showed... So, I talked so about me, Matchington Mansion, so I wanted it's to show up. So let, me know, so let me know if Toon Blast shows up. That's what I'm what, afraid of. What, let, let's see. Let's write it down now. It's Toon Blast, Matchington Mansion, and then there was like one more that you oh, said, I'll, wasn't it? I'll know. I'll know when they show up in my Facebook as being advertised for me for no reason. <laughs> it's, it's a conspiracy. That's it's that's not really much of a conspiracy because it's true. I mean, yeah, everybody's like, yeah, your phone's listening to you. What do you and we have microphones. You we, just, we have a direct like connection a portable, to the FBI in the corner of the room. It's a portable toddler. Now you have to watch There's what you two say of all the time. They're multiplying over there. I don't like it. <laughs> what games have you played, please? Me? Bring some color to our life, because obviously... I played... Nothing. I played... Um, I didn't play anything. No, oh, I played... Oh, oh, no. oh, like, oh. Okay. That's it. We're packing it up. This is the end of the episode. <laughs> I played Katamari. Uh, I finished that uh, as much as that game's really short anyway. But the uh, King of the Cosmos was really pleased with me. He liked what I was rolling up. Yeah, he liked my big sticky balls. That's what I'm getting. At. <laughs> I've had he to hear you practice balls. that line at least three times today. He, 
<laughs> he just held he was my, workshopping it okay he held my big sticky ball in his hand and turned it into stars uh, oh boy oh uh, there's some ad lib good job <laughs> that's some impromptu we are an improv podcast by the way <laughs> but yeah he was always pretty pleased with me i didn't really disappoint him too much not to toot my own horn but i'm pretty good at rolling around sounds like a good time you pick up a lot of shit off the floors. <laughs> so you're, you're cleaning house. See? <laughs> cleaning Kinda. house. You were cleaning house. That was the theme of the week. You're extra small. <laughs> you're like really small. Really oh, small. Oh, that's actually cute. I like that idea. Where you're really, really small. Like Prince is tiny. <laughs> like, I don't know how he's rolling a ball that big. And Nintendo rules. <laughs> but it was such a PlayStation game. <laughs> Granted, reroll is on the Switch, so I did play it on the Switch. <laughs> but yeah, it Katamari's good. Um, it's always been good, still good. Um, you're, I, you're waiting to play that new Sekiro, right? Yeah, I, it's just I, waiting at home with a little teardrop. Yeah, I'm pretty excited to go home and play that. Even though I probably won't play it tonight, I'll definitely play it tomorrow. Um, which sounds weird to anybody listening because it's already past. It'll the be way past the point. Yeah, but. It just came out today, so I'm excited to play it eventually. Um, but I played that, played played that Katamari, finished that up, and then I played more Tropical Freeze. Uh, I finished that too. Um, you finished it. You finished it on uh, that funky mode. I did. Uh, it's a lot easier on the funky mode. I didn't struggle as much on the last boss. He's he's a dick. He has really good music though. I think the polar bear has the best music. I feel like those games always have good music. They really yeah, do. I always like the Donkey Kong music games. Games musics. The games musics is. I yep. like that the polar bear is like, it's kind of like a punch bowl. <laughs> what? Well, because he's making the ice cubes and you're in like a big bowl. So it's like a, it's like an icy punch bowl. Are you, are you punching the bear? No, you jump on his head. You punch him when you jump he's on him. Duh, okay, you savage. Okay, when you. When you do beat the bosses in this, it gives you a brief window where you get a mash X and Y, and it just beats the crap out of them. <laughs> He's and then it it sends them like flying away. Just go Mike Tyson on them. Yeah, it's but I unfortunately screwed this up almost every time and got just a one hit on them. Oh, bummer. I was better when it was the barrels. Like when you can when you jump in the barrels, if you land on it when it's on the DK sign, it you get a chance to like just mash the X and Y and it like just punches the crap out of it. And then you'll get either one up balloons equivalent to how many times you hit it or uh, the banana bunches. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I, on funky mode, this go around instead of the regular mode, I was like consistently at 99 lives. Like I had max oh lives God. like the whole time. You never run out. I, I had so many lives where when I played this on the Wii U, I struggled a lot more, but having less hearts and like not, I'm a sucker for always wanting the collectibles, so you know how sometimes like the Kong letters will be a little bit off a ledge. So what you do is you do the roll, and then like you do that delayed jump. Yeah. Um, but sometimes it kills. <laughs> <laughs> then you got to start over. Yeah. So doing that a lot, I always feel the levels are a third too long in this. It's a little bit too long. Too long of levels. Sometimes I think the minecart levels and the barrel blasting levels are just long enough, and I think the boss battles are real good. I always like Donkey Kong being seven hits, um, 
with the exception of the final boss. But yeah, it's who's a giant walrus man. <laughs> I, I don't know what to call him. He's tropical freeze himself. Is he freezing up the islands? Yeah. I just bounced on his head. Ice cubes. It turns his weapons a saxophone at the end. That's weird. Yeah, Donkey Kong like shrinks it and it's a sax. <laughs> he plays it like it's a sax. It's <laughs> um, what a crazy universe. And they like it almost looked like they shopped uh funky in the very very end because he doesn't have like a part in the end credit sequence up until the very last frame where it's just like he's like edited in like hey me too <laughs> <laughs> he's just, well he's not actually in this game but we'll just kind of we'll just use the green screen to get him in there at the end they like open this big box and it's just this glowy thing in there <laughs> and he just is like Woo! <laughs> oh god yeah he's just off to the side but that's about all I've been playing. I finished those, and then I'm looking forward to Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. All right. So that was it for that, then? Yeah, I all think the, so. The, all right. Well, then, that's going to be a quick break with the short, the shortest segment of the beginning of the podcast ever. Hey, everybody. This is RJ, Ash, Ray, Brandon, Harrison, and Bronson. We host a Dungeons & Dragons podcast called Realms and Nerds. Some highlights of our show include wreaking havoc in every town we visit, blowing up hot tubs, killing off fan-favorite characters, high necromancers, inappropriate wedding etiquette, and every now and then, actually good storytelling. Join us in the realms of Pridea for fun fantasy adventures every week. You can find us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or just about wherever you get podcasts. Some may never know the sweet, succulent taste and smell of ham, but there is one thing that any with an open heart and mind may one day know the aromatic trip to Flavortown of. My audio-visual internet videos that don't have intrinsic smell or taste. Hi there, welcome to Denny's. I'm Aaron. I'll be your server today. Oh yeah, and get this, I run a YouTube channel called Lofty Smalls. Crazy, right? I'm an absolute unit at search engine optimization, so if you want to look me up, all it takes is a search of my channel name into any functional search engine, and I'm literally the only thing that comes up. Or you can find me at youtube.com slash c slash wafflecake if you prefer. That's one Lofty Smalls trademark at your service. I like to describe my content as video game essays with a hefty portion of shitpost mixed in. Like a dollop of daisy in your chili on a cold winter's morn. And I'm literally getting snowed in as we speak. Please send help. Or that mead that Girder makes with juniper berries mixed in. Again, that's Lofty Smalls trademark at youtube.com slash c slash wafflecake. Well, I think I'll be on my way now. I've got a batch of cookies in the oven that every person who subscribes to me in the next 10 milliseconds will have instantly appear in their bloodstream. Good luck, you fucking weirdos. Thank you, and ta-ta! Cheerio! Have a nice day now! Oh, and enjoy the rest of the podcast. Thanks for having me, LGA. All right, and we are back, and it's time for Esports Corner! I'm in the corner! 
See, there we go. I went really loud. That was good. I like that. I like, I like that high energy. You have to have high energy for Esports Corner. Oh, that's right. I'm supposed to be talking to you like I'm having an argument with you this entire <laughs> yeah, episode. Yeah. So I forgot. So what so the fuck is going on? Me about what's been going on. She's held with the here against her. So, what's going so on in that Esports Corner of yours? Justin, the Esports Corner. Okay. We have hadn't had anything happen this week. <laughs> oh, shit. So, I oh, have, no. I'm, I'm here to say that there is a blank spot in the esports corner just because there really haven't been many things going on and that's not their fault that's not our fault they've just been practicing go team super excited to have them again check them out lga pira lga prior back to justin okay that was esports corner i feel like a child in the back seat (laughs) okay all right all right (laughs) That's my new favorite segment, just because Don't. I get to yell esports quarter. <laughs> Do I have to pull this car around? <laughs> hey, you're the kid in the back seat. You don't get to make demands. Are you going to turn around the car with your mini steering wheel in your child seat? <laughs> Do I need to turn this around? I'll come back there. You got like a juice box in your cup holder. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's me and, <laughs> me and therapy. And they're just like, I have, they give me a toy steering wheel. And they're like, show us what your dad did. Uh, Do I need to turn this around? <laughs> <laughs> he was yelling esports corner a lot. <laughs> this is esports corner. Ah! You, you think this is a game? I'll come back there and I'll hit you. Oh, God. Okay. All right. <laughs> So now we we gotta move on, move on to future headlines. That was an intense echo. I turned the knob way too far on that one. That was a terrible sound effect. Okay, all these sci-fi sounds. I almost feel like I should find some non like royalty free sci fi sounds just to add into the background of this I, I demand you do that. <laughs> I might no, do I that. No, I kind of want to just sit back here like you you read it the entire time and be. Star Trek sounds. Space sounds. <laughs> The system is down. <laughs> oh Jesus! They 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 referenced that specific bit on Harmontown this week too. Yes, like that was amazing. That's amazing coincidence. The system is down. Okay, so okay, sorry. <laughs> so this week, there's a big thing in the news, which is of course Google Stadia, which is we're going to talk about that later on in our actual top three headlines because it's big news but additionally todd howard of skyrim fame of bethesda's fame is set to announce the skyrim port for google stadia i was so sitting on the edge of my seat the entire time that's your future headline wow that's that's, that's wow it's gonna happen what do you think marcus you think that's gonna happen i think todd Howard. I think this is borderline like this is like it's it's alternate reality enough that it it could actually just converge into our timeline and actually happen. 8K what? 60 what? frames what? Skyrim. Wow. <laughs> yep. 8K. I'm so confused. <laughs> 
and no latency issues because Google Stadia has a bajillion teraflops. <laughs> ten. Ten whole teraflops. Ten whole teraflops. That's not enough teraflops for me. I need at least eight more. It's too many teraflops. How many teraflops do you think my time machine has? One. It has one million. No, it, you're... Oh you're, my God, you're one of those perfect race beings, aren't you? Oh my God, you're like an angel, aren't you? What? Your time machine is powered by an Xbox. <laughs> not an Xbox One. Not a 360. No, he's, a, an, he's, Xbox. An, he's, a, he's an ascended being. It's an Xbox <laughs> from the future. He's he's not Justin anymore. He's just... He's actually the sentient race he, from no, the future. No, his time machine there. is powered by... an Slaves. No, it might be an Xbox. <laughs> and you say it's from the future, but it's just... It's an alternate reality it's future an Xbox. Xbox Pro. He's a ball of talking light. That's all he is. And it's powered by an Xbox Pro controller. He's Doctor Who's uncle. It's powered by Doctor Thunder. Oh my God! I, why did I see this before? Doctor Thunder, Doctor. <laughs> Jesus Christ! You wanted more energy from me. You're like legitimately blowing out the mic. What, what is this character? That's what I'm. Yeah, saying. I know. <laughs> I'm like, good. I'm like, what is this character? Him, he's like Doctor Who. What? Is, but he's like. A oh, he hasn't regenerated yet. He's he's like a gross. He's a Doctor Who character. But he's, he's not a per. He's not an imperfect being. That's the last of his kind. He is a perfect being. I like he's his a, plunger he's, arm. He's an ascended he's Xbox. A, he's a sentient. I like his plunger arm. I've been married to a sentient Xbox this entire time, and that's why he has the time travel. It's a ploy. He's not a human. <laughs> He's from Universe X. <laughs> <laughs> the um, <laughs> Planet X, and it's actually shaped like an X. That's oh my sucks. gosh, he's like the logo! <laughs> that, yes. Yes, it is. It's like the yes. it's like the original. I just can't figure out what character this is. This is like the worst improv. I cannot character. figure out what character this is. This is like an audience member yes, pulled on stage. Yes, it type. Is. I'm doing a character. Now. I'm gonna turn this into a ship and it's gonna have its own fan fiction now. Oh God, no, please. <laughs> There's gonna be there's gonna be sentient ball of light and frost. Okay, right, well, and then there's gonna be Justin and podcast Frost. Podcast is over, I'm packing it in. It's, it's <laughs> <laughs> Is this what you wanted? Earlier today, Gross. I uh, I tried some succotash. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, my life is over. No, suffer and succotash. All right. Welcome to Planet Succotash. Bring us your technology. Bro, that's all I had to say. F- that's all I had to say for future headlines. Turn the volume. I've turned the knob way too far again. Thank you. This was the worst segment of the week. <laughs> You're the worst segment of the week. Thank you. We got to come back to the present. <laughs> wow, that universe was awful. <laughs> there, there was someone that kept yelling the whole time. <laughs> that was the darkest timeline. Let's never go back there. What, Todd Howard announcing Skyrim for Google Stadium? I never want to go back, please. <laughs> Are you trying to fucking tell me you don't like me? This was the darkest world. 
Yeah, Thor, Darkest I, World. <laughs> Thor. That was a shitty movie. Are you trying to tell me that you're getting rid of me because I came back with you? I'm right here. Yeah. Oh God. That's not. That's not. That's usually, an alien. Usually we leave Frost behind for the news. What's we already, going? We already left. <laughs> and you're complaining she about has, me specifically. She has to. She has to find her way back after the 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 the, the future headlines bit because we leave her behind. <laughs> and that's why she doesn't appear in the news. Oh shit! That's why I'm fucking crazy. They're abusing me. <laughs> I'm sorry we do these things. <laughs> well, I'm sorry that Facebook people like me enough that I have to be here, but then you have to deal with me. Fa- fa- <laughs> Facebook put it up to us. It's a social experiment. Fuck you. Are you trying to say that? Like, I'm here. I'm, am I the Facebook ambassador or something? No. We no. should have left Frost in the Fallout 76 universe. Oh, God. <laughs> I fucking knew it. <laughs> this is why I'm not here. And now I am here and I regret the, it. The Fallout 76 timeline. Uh, what is that timeline? The darkest one? Or is are that, they is all that the, the darkest? Is that the timeline where China changes their name to Tencent? No, that's the timeline where Stadia gets Fallout 76 ported <laughs> by Todd Howard. <laughs> We're still in future headlines. Oh, God. We never left. We never left. <laughs> Quick hit the That's time That's why machine. I was here all along. It's a bit inside of a bit. <laughs> Holy fuck. Wow. You are destroying that mic over there. Oh, my God. I was wondering why I wasn't here. Wow. If you're going to yell into the mic, just... Move wow. a little bit. <laughs> wow. Like, wow. Oh, help me. <laughs> Frost is very much here against her will. Letting my dad drive the time machine. I'll pull this thing over. <laughs> I'll Don't put make you me come back there. I'll put you through that fucking wall. <laughs> Don't make me put you through that fucking wall. <laughs> you actually do that voice pretty good. <laughs> I'll put you through that fucking wall. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> okay. My oh. dad was so good he could drive and hit you at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying. Oh fuck! I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> that explains a I'm lot the only about you, one, I'm the only one that can get us back in the time machine. <laughs> Don't let me die. That's how. That's what you well, know. Well, he lost his mind. He's screaming about being put through the wall. My, my dad could just drive with his knees and turn and hit you. It's <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate dad status. <laughs> Dad, dad, the road. My my dad had to teach me to drive with my knees so that I could eat fast food at the same time. (laughs) That was an important skill. My dad did it for more nefarious reasons. (laughs) Clearly, it's an important dad trait. You never know when you're going to have to turn around and beat them kids. One knee. <laughs> he just, he's hitting you I with this you, other I hand. I hope he like popped you square in the fucking face too. Dad, take your ring off, please. Like, <laughs> like impeccable aim. Just bah, like I'm getting hit by a a, a praying mantis. Just it, it was always just the threat, and I think that was enough. He was like, I could hit you <laughs> as his both his hands are off the wheel. <laughs> 
<laughs> you just see his eyes in the rear just, view mirror. That's, that was the real punishment, was that if you don't stop, it could kill us all. <laughs> I'll take you down with me. <laughs> oh, I'll put the whole family through that wall. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put the whole family through that wall. <laughs> oh, well, now that we've endorsed a uh, 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 child abuse, <laughs> let's, let's move on to the next segment. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay. Oh, I got to get back to reality there. Holy shit. All right. So... <laughs> Okay, now this is our top three news segment. So, let's get down the brass tacks here. First one, obviously, is Google Stadia. Now, Google Stadia is, of course, Google's competitor to the new competitor to the gaming scene. And they want you to basically stream games over the internet. Here comes a new challenger. New challenger approaches. (laughs) Yep. And I mean, obviously, like I, I, I know a lot of people are kind of mocking Google for this, but it's like I feel like it's hard to ignore considering people mocked Microsoft when they entered the gaming market. It's the scariest thing happening in many ways. If anybody, I mean, Google has like unlimited money. Yeah, <laughs> and and like the most impressive server farms across the world. I mean, Google, Google has more money to throw around than. Some of these companies like uh, Sony really doesn't have a whole lot of money in the games division. And I don't know. I don't. Microsoft technically doesn't. But I think they may have been allotted more funds recently. Yeah. And also that same thing where like when Microsoft entered the market, like they knew they were entering it at a loss. But they're like they can take it because they were Microsoft. And same thing with Google. They can enter this at an extreme loss because they're fucking Google. (laughs) They can just sink tons and tons of money into this but i'm more excited about the four uh competitors that they're going to announce in the coming years that will compete with stadia that will subsequently drop off because google not a very good track record for launching new products yeah i mean google fiber being an example of that 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 basically doesn't exist anymore yeah. at least they're not expanding it in any and way. not just that but i mean all the different products they announce, how many chat apps do they have they just keep they have their 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 corporate structure I miss inbox. <clears throat> yeah, uh, their <laughs> corporate structure makes no sense because people are from what I read, people in Google are and teams in Google are rewarded for creating new products. Um there's less reward and incentive for improving existing ones. So that's why you keep having these teams come out with new Google products and old ones kind of Falling to the wayside. The Internet of Things. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. And so, like, you, that's why you keep seeing, like, all these new chat apps coming out. And it's like, so, like, Google Hangouts is still, like, in my opinion, the best Google chat app. But it's also, like, the oldest and, like, the least outdated one. But then they add, they launch these new ones that are terrible. And some ways they're better because, like, oh, there's, like, native GIF integration. Fuck you, it's GIF. <laughs> um it's gift don't listen to it. fuck you <laughs> anyway um like they'll have like n- integration for that like natively and uh so there's like other things that like other modern chat apps apps have but then they're still missing a lot of like 
core things that like hangouts will have. So I almost feel like, I mean, they, they probably won't do this, but I mean, there's like Google. Remember Google wave? Nope. You don't? Nope. You never, you never use Google. Nope. You never rode the wave. Nope. God, that was what a mess that was. That seemed like such a cool thing. And then it just ended up being like the worst. I did Google plus. Google Plus for like a day. Yeah, Google Plus, uh, the predecessor, not the yeah, the uh, successor to Google Wave in some way. Oh, is that what that was? Kind I just knew Google Plus was like, ah, it's gonna be a direct rival for Facebook, but not really. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it came out after Wave. Wave was like trying to be like a real time um, collaboration slash social media, so you could have like chats and like text documents and like image editing but simultaneously mm. in a weird way. And it didn't work because like it got way too terrible and laggy. Google has a lot of good things, but a lot of bad things or non-existent things anymore. Yeah. But I mean, it's obviously this seems like they are, I mean, they do have good things. I mean, Android being one of them, that's been like the biggest mobile. I mean, supposedly Amazon's going to try and break into this too. And Walmart. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me, uh, especially like Amazon. But Amazon is the one I trust the least for this type of thing, considering like how long they've been doing streaming video and how terrible the Amazon app is for streaming video. I mean, they just have, I, similar to Google, I fear them basically undercutting all the the competition because they could take several years of losses. Yeah. And then, once again, basically snuff out any competition so, in theory, if this is a streaming service, undercutting the cost of anything. So, right now, some of the services available for that are Microsoft Game Pass and uh, Google, uh, I mean, uh, PlayStation Now. And yeah. PlayStation Now being the most expensive. But imagine, like, Google service coming in at theoretically, like, $7 or even $5 a month and offering some premium tier games they're going to get that that user base in. And once again, they may be doing something like that at a loss or once again at a, even at a $10, but offer a lot of premium games, but be doing that at a loss in a way to build a player base and then once again, snuff out competition. And then once the competition's gone, price hike. Yeah. Um, so real fears with that. But currently we don't know how they're marketing games if it is a streaming service, though it sounds like it probably will be because that's where gaming's headed. And especially in this case where it's being streamed entirely, it seems like the logical way to do it, though game ownership becomes an issue. Then like you don't own anything. Yeah, you're just and that's and would you have a rotating catalog or would it just be an ever expanding catalog? Yeah, and that's that's kind of one of the biggest issues. It's I because I, I like the idea a lot. Like it's it's a cool thing. It's a cool technology to have good I, good streaming games and paying for just like a small amount each month and having an access to a huge library as opposed to like having to buy like like if you play a lot of games or a lot of new games having to buy like a $60 game every two weeks or so. Well, and then once again, the quality can't really be matched because they can once depending on your internet and all that stuff, but you could be streaming something at 4k 10, like yeah, 10, 4k 1080 and not have to buy like a huge like, like gaming PC. They, they boasted 8k, but yeah, you wouldn't have to have the down of a super expensive PC that would be outdated shortly. 
yeah. this is why this is part of why I didn't really like that they came out on stage and boasted like 10 teraflops. <laughs> yeah, that um, makes no sense. Because it and then they compared it to the PS4 and Xbox One X. But it's like kind of I was like, both those numbers are kind of faulty because you're coming out so much later uh, than those. And there's going to be new hardware cycle on the horizon. But even on top of that, that sandwich, it's like they technically have infinite teraflops because yeah. it's server based. And not just that, like you can use this on every like anything that has Chrome. And I, I liked a lot of the ideas kicked around. And of course, I don't see some of the usefulness of some of it. One of which is the way save states could work that it was like, yeah, you could theoretically be watching like a let's play and then you could jump to that part in the game. Yeah, I thought that was and they said like the same like vice versa, like being able to <coughs> like if you're having trouble getting through a certain part of the game, it could just take you to a walkthrough. Yeah, on YouTube. And then, or you could pass off like the controller to somebody theoretically and though i've heard stuff about that tech before and it's never really been yeah as smooth but as all one, that one thing that i mean speaking of the controller one thing i thought that was really interesting about the controller is that the fact that the controller doesn't connect to a box or your device the controller connects directly to wi-fi to the service yeah it's cut i think that's, the latency yeah decreasing latency which is but, really cool but at the same time i don't like the i don't think that look, controller looks very comfortable I'm sure you saw stuff about the controller and it having the Konami code on it. Did you see that? I did see that. So why does it have the Konami code? Or maybe it doesn't, but in that promotional stuff, it had the Konami code. If you can't input the Konami code, they don't have the buttons to do it. You just have to pretend. They don't have select and start. It's a, I wonder if you use a trigger. <laughs> I don't know. The select trigger and the start trigger. Um, but anyway, I, I was like, is this possibly a subtle nod that they're buying Konami? I would or be all it? for that, actually, because Konami apparently doesn't know how to run their own company for video games. I mean, that would be kind of scary to me because Konami has a lot of really good IPs. Like, they're currently just sitting on a lot of really good IPs. But it just seems weird. Like, why put the Konami code on there other than that it is like a like gamer nod, but... <clears throat> This is such a weird. I bet thing. it's just a gamer nod, but only time will tell. Well, and that's even if it's really on the controller, because that was just promotional products. So. Yeah, but it's weird. Um, but yeah, just there was some stuff about the presentation that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Um, but overall, I don't think this is bad, and I hope this just, I hope this just a new competitor entering the ring and adding that competition just boost what companies like microsoft sony and nintendo are doing to be at a higher level or reduce yeah. cost in some way or you know just competition's good in many ways uh consumerism can be good yeah and as far as like accessibility like it's half good half bad because half like it's like cool you can you if you have a chromecast if you have a pc you if you have a smartphone you can access this you don't have to buy a $500 box in order to play it. But at the same time, you have to have pretty good internet, which a lot of like rural Americans don't have access to. Well, and I also worry about who they're marketing to because most, at least gamers at this point are used to like upgrading a PC and like owning a PC and owning games on PC or even the flip side. Most console owners are used to buying a box like once every six ish years 
I feel like they're really trying to target like the budget gamers. But even then, uh, we kind of touched on this, not on this cast, but th- I'm curious about money, didn't, like how money will get divvied out to devs because yeah. I worry about... Yeah, uh, when you look at the music streaming industry, like those people, like they get no money for their streams. Well, and currently, at least, like console game sales is still driving the market. Yeah. So that that kind of stuff like a lot a lot of people are developing games around these specs of consoles but this gives you unlimited resources so i kind of worry on that front but there's still going to be if in the near future games will still be built with the other consoles in mind but they're just going to be ported on this yeah. so once again i kind of fear this kind of potentially there knocking could, some of the competition out cuz then what do games become yeah there could potentially be people making or companies making games that can only run on Google's cloud service because you they they they'd be too powerful to run on um like an Xbox One X or even your well, home PC. And they do have first party studios and like I said yeah. I said a little bit ago but they might be they may have purchased Konami or be in the talks to. Yeah, and then knows, but on top just, of that even like that's some big talent for a first party company. Yeah, and for for even then like we're talking about like, all right, is this going to be another service like where you're paying a monthly fee to access a huge library, or is it going to be you you just you buy the game and play it on the cloud, or is it going to be both yeah, like that, how Amazon works with like the movies? Yeah, and that's something I brought up is off cast, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, just we talk a the, lot about games before the podcast, <laughs> and then we just talk about the same thing over. Again. But yeah, the idea of maybe that you can purchase a game or you can stream games and maybe they have a rotating library of games that can be streamed and then you can also just purchase some and those are yours to quote unquote own. And I only put the quotes around that because in an all digital sense and you're once again streaming this, what do you own? Yeah, nothing. The the nice idea though is games like one of one of my biggest complaint about gaming in the modern era is you have to put the, even when you get a brand new game you have to put the disc in and it has to install theoretically if you're buying a disc or if you and then it has to update yeah and then it has day to day one patch so on Stadia there are no patches there because it's all on their end yeah not on our end it's like it's all done in the back end and then you just you just portal on into it yeah which this is, is just one step closer to the Oasis that's also true uh, but i don't know i have big fears but i'm kind of glad it's going to exist um even though this is like what second or third iteration of because on live did yeah, the same on live thing, was the like, first one way ahead of its generation so many years back that was yeah at least four years ago 2014 it was like 2013 2014 is when when they launched I can't remember when they launched. I just knew at the time I was like, internet's not there yet. Yeah, it's like the late, the, again, latency was always an issue, which according to Google, they don't view that latency is going to be an issue. But I I, heard, I really beg to differ on that one. I heard like third hand wise that, that they had a Doom demo. Yeah. And supposedly it was pretty laggy. Oh, really? I heard like the opposite. <laughs> I, I heard it wasn't as snappy as you would want it to be. Yeah, and... I mean, I think that just comes with the territory of um, streaming games like that. That's just... I mean, I think an FPS game was the smartest thing to kind of demo this with. Yeah. Um, 
for a plethora Especially of reasons. Especially one like that. But yeah, it's they do want to definitely showcase low latency, but the I, thing is, um, they they would. Everyone always wants to say that latency isn't an issue, but you know the speed of light can only travel so fast. Well, and even then, that's like, still like I mean, even over like it, the speed of light is immensely fast, but still over long distances, like even even over like a couple hundred miles, it's still going to have in it like an input lag. Like you have to send the control to the server, and the server has to respond and send the corresponding action back to you. There's always going to be a latency. Like, I'm definitely not this good at fighting games, but, I mean, people do get down to counting frames. Yeah, like I mean, so fighting games, I feel so. like, would be impossible in any, any form of this platform until we have, like, a, a quantum, quantum, like, speeds of, like, bypassing the speed of light or something, like, portaling directly into the server. I mean, in some ways, though, this is super future-proof, like... Because they can just keep updating it on the back end and like internet speeds can only get quicker. Like, but of course, all the issues with this is data caps. And I think other like the U.S. is definitely not the only consumer of games and other countries have really bad internet, really bad internet. And also a lot of countries outside the U.S. have data caps on their uh, landline internet. Um, Fortunately enough for a lot of us in the U.S., I mean, I think the only company that really has an actual data cap is Comcast. Yeah, but they own, I mean, overall, they own a lot. They own a lot, They're but a I mean, there's, market share. there's still a bunch of us that don't have a data cap, and we're fortunate. But yeah. there's a lot of places outside the U.S. that have to pay for extra data, which, I mean, it sucks on both ends because you, you have to download like a 30 gigabyte patch of a new game you just bought, and that's real fun. Yeah, and... Well, then on the other side, though, uh, it, it, since this is just video streaming, like video compression keeps getting better, too. That is true. So yeah. it might be sending smaller and smaller data packets over time yeah. for higher and higher resolutions. And I can I, I don't know exactly the video tech they're using, but like if you're looking at um, H.265 encoding, which is typically used for 4K, um it it cuts the compression or it cuts the file size of what would have been like H.264, which is kind of like standard for 1080p videos. Um, is this like the show Silicon Valley where it's middle out? What? I don't know anything. I'm just saying words. <laughs> so H.264 is kind of the typical format for um, HD encoded video. And H.265 is like the newest thing, which is more used for... 4k and beyond <laughs> and um it like cuts the file size compared to h264 by like three or four times so like let's say like an eight gig some a file that could be eight gigabytes that's 1080p in h264 would be like less than two in h265 see and this there's going to be a lot of pushes for even better stuff than that because a company that's predominantly involved in streaming video like a Netflix or Hulu, they're definitely got to be dumping money into research on making better file, like like shrinking file sizes, and that being internet companies like Comcast or uh, anything else that's out there. Uh, 
definitely ha- they have these data caps or like th- they they are kind of restricting how the size of like the amount of data we have or transfer rates. Yeah. So the way around that, if you're not a if you're not somebody like Google who has a little bit of your own data service or Comcast who also has their own de- like offer their own data service because I think on their I think from Comcast because they have a video thing that that stuff isn't counted towards your data cap as far as I know. But yeah, I th- but the point of that is just the they're going to get smaller file sizes then to send through and get around data gaps or just shrinking file sizes in general. And you would hope that, but I feel like as as file sizes get smaller or compression gets better, um, video will get even better and just kind of still go upwards because you look at like still compression and everything for video games like video games have gotten nothing but bigger over the years yeah well i mean you get 4k and 8k textures i mean i've yeah i think there's a game out there that was already in uh 12k i i think it was project cars what about rage wasn't that technically like infinite (laughs) i don't know i just know some games though will uh render at like something like an 8k or you know have they have higher uh textures and then they and downsample just down, them. yeah uh and then you get crisper stuff but and the yeah. advantages also of that is then if you later have a better rendition of the game you can just export that at those native yeah ones but it's like when you look at like cell phone technology where they improve the efficiency and the power consumption of like a processor. It consumes less power and yet the battery is a little bit bigger and it's more efficient, but then they put like a bigger screen on it. So it, it uses the same amount of battery power. Yeah. That's, I mean the, the tech and shrinking things and things getting better is just, it's the infinite cycle of that until we're a singularity. So stadia is a step towards the singularity um and that's my future headline there there we go (laughs) bring it all together yep uh i don't i think we about we pretty much covered the stadia stuff i think i mean yeah we i think we covered it pretty thoroughly that it's both good and bad it's really the it's all you can say about it right now until it's officially out (laughs) yeah it's like possibly the end times so Game collectors will not want to be aboard that ship. Yeah, and I know a lot of game collectors. <laughs> it's not... and I'm I, in the room. Yeah, well, I mean, I like having physical games too, but I also like the convenience of digital, so it's like I like both. Yeah, I've started to kind of be more aboard the digital train because I'm starting to become lazier and not liking to put in a disc or switch disc. It's nice. It's the most first world problem ever, but I'm just like, it's I amazing. don't want to get up and put a disc in. It's amazing to be able to be like, I'm playing this game and it's like, okay, I'm done playing this game. You just press your the center button to go back to the main menu and you just click on whatever other game you want. It's like super awesome. All currently for me, all heavily multiplayer games are, I get digital, especially fighting games because fighting games, it's nice to pop in, do a couple quick matches and then pop out. Uh, and that's nice to not have to put a disc in, but yeah, I mean, and other shooters, I guess. So yeah, that the, the digital future it is simultaneously cool as it is scary. 
I'm scared. Hold me. What's your number two news story? My number two news story. Well, I figured I would I would kind of hand this one off to you a little bit more because you're the Nintendo guy. But there were a lot of there was a lot of stuff announced for, in that uh, nin- the Nindies the recent yeah the Nindies, Nindies showcase was uh, there was some good looking stuff in there. Um, yeah, that that Zelda crossover thing. That that was the biggest thing in there. Really, was the uh, it's. I mean, it's not really a crossover necessarily. Yeah, it's like, it's a like it Zelda is a Zelda st- game. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's Cadence of Hyrule, um, which is uh, crypt like the main character from Crypt of the Necro Dancer is in there, and it looks yeah. definitely Crypt of the Necro Dancer like. But Nintendo has been getting more loosey goosey with their IPs, which is good, and I but think still not bringing them to the Xbox. Well, they're <laughs> may, well. This might come to Xbox. Ooh, maybe. I, I think maybe some of these like third-party uh, Nintendo games stand a better chance than Nintendo proper games. Yeah, because for obvious reasons they would want to hold some of their stronger IPs back. Like yeah, and current which once again Cuphead is now coming to Switch, which was in that uh, indie showcase, uh, and that being an Xbox exclusive, well Xbox and PC exclusive, now coming to Switch. So. Maybe they'll get a little looser with once again these indie titles. So Cadence of Hyrule may be on Xbox eventually. Uh, don't cite me on this, but just a theory. How long until you think that they stop calling stuff Xbox exclusive and start saying Xbox Live exclusive? Even be- then, that's not necessarily true. Because you'll you'll be able to access the game on all Xbox Live platforms. I guess that's true, but I mean like. Even Cuphead was sold through Steam. Oh, that's true. Like, a lot of those games eventually come to Steam. I'm just wondering, like, if they if they start doing that, where it's like the, you have the Xbox Game Pass and all these different areas where they're just like, so this game is Xbox Live exclusive, meaning you can buy it on Xbox Live on whatever platform Xbox Live is on, which is the Switch. <laughs> I mean, those, <laughs> those titles have kind of, over time, become real meaningless because yeah. even... PlayStation still prints on some of the games like only on PlayStation, even but if they're it's like on, on PC. PC. They don't care because a PC doesn't count. It's not a console. It yeah, which I always just kind of find that weird. Uh, and speaking of which, the uh, Quantum Dream trilogy came to is coming to PC. Yeah, on Epic Game Store. Yeah, I saw that. So that's a little weird, but that just a little aside there. But unsurprising. Yeah, unsurprising since they are now not support they got bought out of their contract so they are now owned by china tencent um but <laughs> no anyway uh yeah there's a cuphead coming to switch i'll probably buy that a third time around since i initially bought it on pc then i got an xbox one so i bought it on xbox one but i think i'll play it on switch now you gotta now you can play it on that that mobile it's coming out in April. it's gonna be your pooping game now i mean i always wanted it on switch and then it just wasn't there um but i'm mostly glad it seems that like a good game to have on the switch given the style yeah and it's there's gonna be an update in april that will let you play as mugman in single player so and i always liked mugman more than cuphead <laughs> why do you like mugman more i like the alliteration of his name and just his character i think looks better and i'm always a player too i'm I like. I'm yeah. Luigi, so I'm Mugman. I like alliterations. I like Mega Man, so I like Mugman. <laughs> Do you like Megma Man? No. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, there. Uh, 
Cadence of Hyrule, probably the best looking thing. And man, the visuals for that just look stunning. I don't know if you looked at it. Mm. And the uh, EDM music for that Zelda-like is really cool. I didn't see a ton of it because I was just reading articles, so I didn't get to, I didn't watch any videos or anything. I highly recommend checking it out. It's pretty, uh, just a little snippet they have is pretty cool and the visuals look great. Um, I did see like the art style. The art style does look good. Yeah. It's very kind of Minish Cap-like. Yeah. It's probably the closest comparison. But yeah, it seems like it's a Zelda game, but I'm curious to see what other deals they may be brokered in the future. I wouldn't be surprised if they trust the Shovel Knight team to maybe make a game. Maybe a Zelda game. I'd be down for that. Maybe a Mario game. No, I I really don't know. <laughs> uh, maybe a uh, yeah, Kid I Icarus. Know. I don't know. There's, they have Pikmin. Nintendo has a ton of IPs. They have so many IPs. How about Pikmin? Jet Force Gemini. No, I'm just kidding. That's rare. Rare took that with them. Is, is that on? No, it's not. That's not on Rare Replay. Yes, is it? it is. It is. Jet oh, Force yeah. Gemini is yeah, on is Rare on. Replay. That that controls in that game are hard. <laughs> it's I don't know how I played that as a kid. It felt great as a kid. Oh yeah, it did. That was a fun game. But I want to. I want another Jet Force Gemini. I've always wanted another Jet Force Gemini. I don't really know why there wasn't one other than obviously Microsoft kind of purchased Rare to cripple Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. And well, maybe Rare like will do bought, something. They bought them and then they were like, you guys are doing nothing and locked them in a cage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm still real bitter about that because I wanted Donkey Kong Racing. I have to bring it up on every episode of the podcast. Yeah. Donkey Kong Racing. I wanted Donkey Kong Racing and Mario Kart um, and Mario One Twenty Eight. <laughs> Mario One Twenty Eight. I need to bring those up constantly. Mario One Twenty Eight was going to be awesome. Mario. You controlled one hundred and twenty-eight tiny Marios. It was going to be the GameCube game, and Mario... then Sunshine came out. <laughs> Mario Three Sixty. We never got that. <laughs> it was. Well, what if we followed order? It'd be uh, two fifty six. Yeah, maybe yeah, three twenty because there there were three three hundred twenty gigabyte hard drives back then, back in those days. Was it hard drive? I thought it was bits. Well, n- yeah, but they yeah it was giga. Because the N sixty four was whatever. Yeah, I was Mario sixty four, then one twenty eight, and then two fifty six. Mario two fifty six yeah. is going to be great. I'm just I'm looking at the Mario five twelve is awesome. I'm just thinking of like back in the days of hard drives, like there were like you, there were one twenty eights and two fifty six, and then like five twelves. But like in between there, there was some weirdo like three twenty gigabyte. Like I had a couple three hundred twenty gigabyte hard drives. It's weird. It's a weird. And it was obviously like hard drive sizes still don't adhere to the proper um storage um translations they they say like one terabyte is 1000 gigabytes instead of 1024 yeah it's because what it's in uh eights is it an eights or sixes um eights? eights yeah it's eights yeah, because data data clumps in eights. Yeah, um, that's weird stuff. 
I don't know why. It's a weird marketing thing. I think they just did that to just not confuse people, I guess. E- it is easier. Like, yeah. To say, like, oh, one... Uh, and it, it's like, I think, a, like, a two terabyte hard drive is actually, like, around more like 1.8 terabytes. Because even, uh, like, from bits to k- kilobits, it's yeah. like... Because what, it's like 1,024? Yeah, it's 1,024 all the way up. Yeah, it's just... And and that it it that confuses people because I know most people would just say because kilo they think a thousand yeah well yeah because it's a thousand bits they're not wrong <laughs> well it's I mean it technically it's a thousand bytes yeah and bytes is a thousand bits or a thousand twenty four bits bytes mega ki- bits kilobytes bytes kilobytes megabytes gigabytes were technically technically gigabytes is what I, it's. I do not like that term I don't but that. It is because Jiga is the um, and then it goes the technical term for that. Um, then terabyte, petabyte, pentabyte, penta. I thought it was peta. Well, penta. Peta no, higher? penta. I think penta is ne- the next one. Okay, it's penta. I think penta is after peta. It, oh, is after peta? Okay. Yeah, I think I, like, I could be that wrong. Sound, that sounds right. I probably am wrong. I'm always wrong. <laughs> well, somebody could write in and correct us, yeah. but they're not going to call her. <laughs> call in for your corrections. Correct us. Call us on all our bullshit. I would be fine with it. I'm gonna call into the show. I want it because I'm gonna riff on it for like 20 minutes. <laughs> um. Anyway, what is the? I think we did cover enough Nindy stuff. There was a lot of other cool stuff in there, but I mean those we, we the Zelda the stuff and that Cuphead matters. were the two probably biggest, most yeah. important ones. Um. Not to not to say yeah, other indie games. I don't love you, but. I don't know what you are yet. <laughs> um, I'll come to love you once I know what you have to give. Yeah. So, what's uh, what's the third? So the biggie? third and final of. Oh. So the third and the final top three headlines. We're talking about Disney, and I know this isn't. It's only tangentially related to video games because I mean, obviously, Disney is not di- always directly related to video games but a lot of their IPs are i mean a lot of those characters do make their way into video games and a lot of those properties do have video games associated with them but the disney buying fox or 21st century fox uh deal went through it is final so now characters such as deadpool peter griffin um all the, the Simpsons, the Xenomorph, all the all the um, mutants are now they're all owned by Disney. Disney owns like half eighty percent of the content creation world. Half the entertainment. Yeah, they are vertically stacked. How long until Disney gets broken up? How long until Disney buys or breaks into the gaming market in terms of making a console? Well, not making a console, the but Disney making a console. S- they just on their streaming service. They'll Disney- just call it the Disney XD. On, on Disney Plus, they're just gonna have a game section that you get to play games. That that wouldn't surprise me. I mean, Netflix does have some games because yeah. they have. They'll uh, they'll develop. Minecraft. They'll co-develop oh. that streaming video game technology, and they'll you'll just play games from the game tab on Disney Plus. Is Disney Plus the actual name of that? That's what I heard. I don't. I mean, I don't know if that's one hundred percent official yet, but that's the name I've been seeing kicked around is Disney Plus. Disney is Disney with a plus sign at the end of it. 
like I don't want to say they're going to crush Netflix, but I mean they're going to crush Netflix. Well, as I mentioned before with Netflix the Google is, stuff, they're probably going to undercut the competition just cuz they can. Yeah. I mean, obviously I don't I, Netflix will still obviously probably probably survive. Um but the amount of properties that Disney ha- now has to put on the their service as well as them ending the vault program. Yeah, I um, mean I just see intro rates for this being like six bucks, five ninety nine, yeah. and then or even like seven bucks. And once again, just undercutting all the competition. And probably doing that like you sign up now and you can lock in this price for like a year or something. Yeah. And I think And I you think know people are while, gonna do that. They're gonna wanna watch all those Disney properties that they removed from Netflix. Yeah, and for a while I think they'll share properties with Hulu until they weigh options and see which one's more successful. Which will obviously be the Disney one, I think. I don't know. I I think so. That depends on if Disney offers the most current stuff from their TV networks. I I think because I'm hopeful because I think that's what keeps Hulu afloat is they have serialized content like because you can watch. Yeah, Hulu is like the more like closest to TV because they air stuff. They put up stuff like like the stuff that a lot of people like to watch on TV, like America's Got Talent. Like they'll put the newest episode up the next day after it li- aired live. Yeah. So which is I, kind of, I mean, if you like that sort of thing, that's pretty cool. Well, I just think, I mean, that's kind of part of why I subscribed to Hulu other than that. They had Seinfeld and uh, King of the Hill is that they, they had like most current family guy and some of the cartoon yeah. network shows. They had like the most current of those. So I can just, yeah. Cause they basically do that. simul almost simulcast sort of thing like where um like what japan does with fun um sometimes funimation or crunchyroll where they basically air shows at the same time well hulu's like a a day later because they want to incentivize people to watch it live as opposed to watch it on hulu but i mean obviously it's different when you look at like japan versus like the reason the simulcast exists for like crunchyroll is because it airs in Japan, but then people over in the U.S. can also watch it. So that's why it happens at the same time for us there. But this is obviously a different story. I, I don't know. I, I look forward to seeing what they eventually offer for it with this. But also, I'm just afraid that they're just going to destroy the whole industry. I mean, this and Stadia are the same thing. Yeah, it is, really. I mean, this is Stadia, but for... Inter- like movies and TV. Yep. It's going to just wreck the whole industry in a, a weird way. <laughs> Great. I need another subscription service because yep. that's all we need these days. It's funny the way, the way things went is people got tired of paying for like having everything on their TV and I just want to pay for a little bit. So then they quit their TV. They buy Netflix because it has a bunch of different stuff and it's cheaper and now stuff splitting off of Netflix because Netflix was really popular, and now everybody wants a pie, a, a piece of that pie. So everyone's making their own streaming service. So I mean, sadly, Netflix, Hulu, and Disney Plus combined still probably doesn't equal cable price. But it's edging it. <laughs> I think if you include paying for internet, though. Because the oh way, well, definitely. Because when I'm looking, when I'm thinking of that, like, because you look at TV prices, 
when you're paying for TV, you're also paying a lesser, a cheaper price for internet. But yeah, when they you're do paying, bundle that stuff. Yeah, but when you're paying for internet by itself, like, I mean, so typically the TV deal is like, oh, 30, 35 bucks a month for TV and then 35 bucks for, or 30 or 35 bucks for the cable when you bundle it together. Or if you, you can get it even cheaper if you... <laughs> If you bundle the phone service, which who the hell does that anymore? But a then lot you, of that stuff's just intro rates, though, so it, it'll be that for like a full year. Yeah, or, but even then, then like you up. can, a lot of people end up just going calling them up and complaining, and then they give it to you, and they just do that year after year. I know people that switch their names every like they like their <laughs> mar- like they'll they'll call in and cancel, and then they'll sign up under their spouse's name for a year, and then they call in, and then they do it again the next year and switch, and they get the intro rate again. It's yeah, a, I'd like to sign up under my child's name. <laughs> but he's so, young, but I figured we should get him started like knowing hard yeah. life lessons and paying bills at a young age. So you look at that like if you're <laughs> if you're buying like TV and cable at the same time, it's about maybe 70, 80, maybe 85 bucks a month, but for me like I pay 65 bucks a month just for internet by itself. So like when I add up all these services I'm paying for, I'm definitely paying more. Than I would if I was paying for like basic cable. Obviously, it gets more expensive when you add in the real package of cable. It's like where you get the channels you actually want to watch. And then obviously even more when you start adding in stuff like HBO. Telemundo. <laughs> yeah. So for our know. Spanish listeners. But at the same time, I view it as like a quality of life increase because I'm paying for something like Netflix. I'm paying for Amazon. And guess what? I don't watch commercials. Yeah, I'm not wasting a third of my life watching commercials. Unless you're a poor boy like me and you get commercials on because <laughs> I only pay a buck a month because I got in at the Black Friday special for that. Yeah, see, and I, 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 that's how much I. The only commercials I tolerate are when I listen to like a morning radio show, and that like you can't, like, and the only reason I do that is like I get to hear like stuff that's happening locally around here. Um, and you're kind of just forced to listen to commercials on that. And then when I play, when I play these shitty clicker games and waiting simulator games on the phone, I'll watch ads on those. Hulu's not bad with commercials, really. There's not a whole ton of them. Have um, you noticed that YouTube is doubling up on ads sometimes? Yeah. Like you you'll watch an ad and you skip it, and then there's another fucking ad right after it. Sometimes they triple up. I haven't okay. I haven't seen the triple up, but I've seen the double. It pissed me off. Yeah, I've seen them start tripling up, and I mean, I I it used to be on YouTube. Uh, on certain videos, you'd watch ads, and then like the next few wouldn't have ads. And I'm getting now ads like, on every. It's video every now. fucking video, and now they're like doubled up, where they just play two ads in a row, or in your case, three three ads in a row before you get to watch. I your mean, video. I honestly want YouTube to burn down. <laughs> And part of that sucks is I, 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 for a long, the longest time I was paying for like the all access Google music, all access thing, which gave you like the premium YouTube where you didn't get to watch. You didn't have to watch any ads, which was amazing. But now like I, I got, (laughs) I can't pay, I can't give Google money because I used G cloud to mine cryptocurrency. (laughs) It was a bad idea. Bad, Justin, it wasn't bad. it wasn't against their terms of service i checked but they it doesn't anyway. matter they banned me anyway it, it so doesn't always matter let's, just it's just it's so you used it to mine garlic coin yep <laughs> i sure did delicious it didn't pay off 
absolutely delicious. It wasn't worth it in the end. So, yeah, so let's add that to the list. Uh, I'm banned from giving Google money. They won't take my money, and I'm banned from Facebook. You're well, lucky we don't have a social credit score. Yeah, I'd, I'd be pretty low. You, you wouldn't be able to get on planes. You're going to have to take buses everywhere. Do you think not having a Facebook would get, automatically give you a low social credit score? I think so. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I think lying on your Facebook... I think having your age not displayed would give you a lower credit score. If you don't display your number, you get a lower credit score. If you don't if you don't display I don't know. If you don't if you don't display like how many pimples you have. I'm going to be staying at nice hotels and you're going to be in the in the lobby outside oh. the hotel. <laughs> Which also decreases your it's a downward spiral because if you're staying in the lobby that just decreases your your social credit score i'm gonna be drinking name brand sodas like coke and pepsi and you're gonna have to be drinking dr uh, thunder yes (laughs) (laughs) you you lose social credit for drinking dr thunder no you can only gain social credit from (laughs) drinking dr thunder it powers you up yeah it doubles it up um but if you're drinking Shasta, then that's a different story. I don't. <laughs> that'd probably lower. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious how that exact that social credit stuff works because I do fear that coming to the states. Yeah, I but. definitely fear that coming to the states, and whether it's like publicly displayed, I I almost feel like in a way it's kind of already happening, with just but Thumbs without, down. but without without the actual numbers associated with it publicly um yeah did you I, I did i i don't know if i i read this on any of the news or mentioned it on the podcast but like um china recently banned like like i think like several like million people from public transportation for low social credit scores wow that doesn't surprise me though yeah cuz it's just you got that low social credit score. You can't even ride the public transportation. Like you. Yep. I'll be sitting in that lobby. Uh, what 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 else can't you do? Uh, you know what? You you can't shop at grocery stores. Um, no. I think it would be the other way. You can't get home delivery groceries if you have low social credit no if you, you have to go out back and get them from the dumpster if you, if you have if you have low social credit you have to go uh deal with the masses and actually go to the the grocery okay. store but if you have high social credit you send somebody to go do it for you you know how some grocery stores have like fresh baked goods and then they have like the day olds you only get you to only, buy the day olds yeah you only get the day you only get the day olds <laughs> You know how and some, they're the same prices. They don't get like if someone with a high social credit score goes and buys a day old to get a discount, you buy it for full price. Yeah, and they're yep because that's actually the best you get. They're they're gonna start separating the produce better, so the bruised ones will be in a separate stack, and that's the one you get. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, and you can't you you can't buy cheese its. You can only buy cheese nips. I always like the nips. That's the, the cheese nips taste like like stale cheese its. I like cheese wows. Cheezos. Wh- whatever the knockoff brand is. You can only buy the Walmart cheese balls instead of Cheetos. Well, that kind of sucks. 
<laughs> but I know people that like those. One time when I was younger, I put one of those cheese balls in my mouth and I just like sucked all the cheese off it, but then it like destroyed the roof of my mouth. <laughs> just all that cheese acid. My the roof of my mouth is still destroyed. Not the cheese acid, the like ball itself oh, like, like crushed a, into the top of my mouth. Like eating a styrofoam ball. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't good. <laughs> don't be me. Don't I make knew, the same mistake. So I don't did you ever know people? This was more of a middle school thing, but someone I knew would take Doritos, lick all the flavor off, and then stack them. That sounds horrific. Yeah, it was pretty gross. They like they wouldn't eat the Doritos. How they just orange would, were their fingers after this? It was nasty. Because <laughs> just watch. Them I imagine do this. like the like. Usually when you're eating a bunch of Doritos, you're, you get a, you get that Doritos dust on your fingers. But if you're sitting there holding them for a long period of time, sucking all those Doritos that, and then also having to rotate the chip and grabbing the wet part and it just turns it into like a cement on your fingers. And the weird thing was, is this was like one of the more popular girls doing this. What the fuck? Who does that? Well, like, and I know once again, just weird lunchroom behavior that I kind of observed that. And it may have even been the same person, but they got like, <laughs> they got a big like dollop of pickles. Like that was their lunch was like, that sounds horrific. Just all those like pickle, like, you know, the pickle ridges, the ruffle cut pickles. I I think she wasn't put through the wall enough. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing it back around. If I see you eat Doritos like that, I'll put you through that fucking wall. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I felt. <laughs> I, I can imagine. On the inside, I'm just screaming. And funny story, the, with, with the schools around here, you could put through someone through a, one of those walls because um, all the schools around here have like false walls between the, the classrooms <laughs> so that they could adjust them based on classroom size. I had no idea that, about that. Really? Maybe. Was maybe, mine like that? I, I, know, I know a lot of them in here. I know a lot of them are, but some of them aren't. I don't want to give away too much, but I was at the one with the cowboy. Is that one like that? I don't. Well, are you talking about middle school or high school? Middle school. I don't think the middle schools were quite like that. It was mostly elementary schools. Huh. My elementary school was a figure eight. (laughs) It was like a weird octagon. Like two octagons put together. The middle school is weird. They, uh, for any of our young listeners, they lie to you. Uh, they put a perimeter around the building and they labeled it as poison. And they told us if you go in there, you get poisoned and you die. (laughs) I wish I was making this up. What? I don't remember that. The reason they did this, for some reason, they thought telling us it was poison was better than just telling us, hey, we don't want you in that perimeter. Because the windows open outwards and some kids have gotten hit in the head by those windows. So they just told us it was a poison area and you'll get poison. And me being me, I would walk in there sometimes because I was like, it's not poison. And I was proving to the other kids it wasn't poison. Are you just talking about like the, the just the, the walls directly next to the building? Yeah. On the, yeah. On the outside when we were at recess, there was just a, they, they chalked out. Well, not chalk, but it was like a yellow lying on the ground like kind of like how they would with a uh yeah like uh what what are they called the uh half court thing yeah but yeah they it was just around it was a perimeter around the whole building and that's because our windows 
open there were like half windows that opened outward so they didn't want to hit anybody in the head so yeah, they, they told us it was poison they didn't <laughs> they didn't just say hey you could get injured because somebody might open the window and they hit had to you threaten in the head. you with they death. said we would die because it's poison they definitely didn't do that at my school because like they respect your intelligence enough hanging hanging out next to the wall was the thing you did at my elementary school they wrote poison on the ground. <laughs> That's great. I love that. The the only They're thing like they, these stupid fucking kids. <laughs> it's just short of putting a skull and crossbones. <laughs> they should have done that. In fact, they should have just put that on the wall too. We're all playing Foursquare, and I'm like over there, like, "Hey, kids, the balls. I'm gonna go walk in the poison. Yeah, what if the <laughs> ball went in the poison area and you can't get the ball? <laughs> I'm gonna get poisoned. You." Hey Johnny, go get the poison ball. That happened. You would be you would be standing like on the edge of it and then like reaching in trying to get the ball. How big was this perimeter? Was it like It's a good three feet. Okay. I, <laughs> that's wild. It's I've never re- I I wish I honestly wish I was making this story up. You're you're making it up just like those names. I <laughs> like Johnny? Johnny Klopp. Johnny, Johnny Klopp is real. That's if you're not, out there listening. Johnny Klopp, call into the show. Johnny Klopp real. is real. If you're real, call into the He's show. He's John Klopp now. So if anybody's name is Johnny Klopp, <laughs> please let me look because I don't believe that this is a real person. He was a real person I knew in second grade and he was my best friend and then he ran off. Okay, he didn't run away. He moved. Hey, I had a best friend in second grade. Yeah, named, named Johnny Klopp. Na- no, named Joseph. I can't remember his last name. Mangala? I don't know. Joseph Mangala, the Nazi doctor scientist? <laughs> <laughs> uh joseph mandela <laughs> M- mangolis uh joseph stalin yeah that's made up <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I, I i all i know his name was joseph and he, he moved away after second grade as well oh man i had a lot of friends that just ended up moving that all seems sound that, made up because happened i knew a kid in uh third that's grade. a convenient story that they all moved away. A kid in second to third grade, his name was George, which sounds really made up for a kid. Like <laughs> He didn't go by like a nickname or like George. his middle name. He just went by George. George. Just a little weird for a child to be called George. He grew up to be Filthy Frank. <laughs> anyway, uh, don't get poisoned, kids. Don't get poisoned, uh, except if you want to get poisoned by Disney. Um Sign up for their service. Watch all their shows. They're going to put a perimeter around their adult section and name it Poison. <laughs> They're going to put a perimeter around their service and say, if you leave, you get poisoned. It's it's like, yeah. <laughs> all you After we launch this service, all you need is Disney. That's Disney is love. Disney is life. No. <laughs> wait, wait. I did think for a second. I was like, wait, does Disney own Shrek now? No, not no, yet. They no, didn't they buy did DreamWorks. They did not buy DreamWorks, everybody. Oh DreamWorks God. is safe for now. I don't know if DreamWorks would ever sell to them. You don't think so? You don't think Disney could put enough money in front of them to buy them out? Not unless it was a hostile takeover. I think Disney could put enough money in front of anybody and buy them out. I don't I mean, the problem with DreamWorks is it was made directly as a, like, an opposition to... Pixar? 
Yeah, well, the history... I guess not Pixar, because they did 2D stuff, too. It was, yeah, directly to Disney, because the... uh, A lot of people, like, ex-Disney people formed it, uh, like like Don Bluth, for example. Good old Don Bluth. Because they were fired... What they would do... Disney, especially during the 2D era, had a lot of shady practices of, like... And making really shitty sequels. Well, 80 to 90, like, Lion King's a good example. 80 to 90% of that film would be done, or, like, all the keyframes would be done. They would fire the whole staff and then hire a lot of new animators and have them do the the tweens. Oh, that's really shitty. They did that on a lot of projects. That doesn't surprise me. But one of the projects that kind of spurred... Uh, what what later became DreamWorks was Brave Little Toaster. Yeah. Because they uh, they went full ham on 3D and uh, Brave Little Toaster used 3D, but that movie was super expensive and didn't gross a lot of money because the 3D. And they kept saying, no, 3D is not the future. Three, like, 3D is bad, this and that. It's, it's too expensive. It'll never be practical. And, yep. <laughs> yep, look where we are at. Yeah, so obviously a lot of advancements happened and they so DreamWorks kind of pulled ahead obviously with Shrek, but yeah. then they that's kind of that's almost when Pixar and all that stuff kind of became on the rise because of Shrek because yeah. they need knew they needed to uh step up. Yeah, and speaking of <laughs> speaking of Pixar, I guess a lot of people are upset that I guess that in Toy Story 4 there are some like flashbacks to like when back in the old day with them playing with Andy as a kid. And I guess they redesigned Andy so that he looks like a more modern design. Um, So he's like a, a modern day kid and not like a kid from the 90s. He looks like they animated him to today's standards. Like they reshaped his face and everything. Um, It's fine. It's fine. Like Andy yeah, pe- was like such pe- a minor yeah Roll. yeah so people some people are upset about that but then i saw this tweet that was hilarious because they were like people are upset about them um uh, disney uh slash pixar uh re uh redesigning andy meanwhile i'm happy i don't have to look at this golem anymore and like they showed a picture side by side and oh my god the the andy from toy story one that face did not age at all it looks terrible <laughs> that's i need to see that so i'm I am 100% all for this redesign because I I don't know if you can render what they did in Toy Story 1 for Andy's face and make it look good with today's standards. I was planning to watch Toy Story 1, 2, and 3 again because I don't think I've ever seen 2. Really? Yeah. I've, I know 2 is good. I, I've just seen, don't, I don't know if I've ever watched it. I've seen 2 probably the least out of all of them two came out when we were in middle school and that's kind of when you're in the like phase of shedding your childhood so yeah anything quote-unquote childish that's when i started going to cartoon network see that's when i i like had a full fallout i was like not into cartoons quote oh unquote. yeah i had a full disney fallout because i was like for the longest time when i was a kid we had like we had the wb so like the WB kid stuff. So Batman. I never trusted that frog. <laughs> um, Batman, Animaniacs, all that, all that stuff. 
Uh, we had Disney. We had Nickelodeon. We had like it, they switched names a lot, like ABC Family, the Family Channel stuff, like like whatever that was. Disney XD. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't know what what this was, but um, and then finally we got like a new cable company, and then we got like the actual like Cartoon Network stuff. And as soon as we got Cartoon Network, I had like a full like I'm not watching Disney anymore. I got Cartoon Network now. I can watch Ed Ed and Eddie <laughs> and. Powerpuff Girls and Samurai Jack and Toonami and all see, that cool see, I stuff. I still watched all the Toonami stuff. I just kind of shed a lot of the uh, chaff, I guess, of, once again, stuff you'd consider, like, Disney stuff or yeah. other stuff you considered, like, too childish. Yeah. And I was like, I'm into adult things like Fight Club and Donnie Darko. <laughs> well, um, that, that, that Toy, Story, Toy Story 2 spawned one of the best i think like movie video games like toy story 2 video game was really good hmm. i wouldn't know you should go back and play it nope on the nintendo 64 nope. <laughs> do it no i'm only gonna play uh clay fighter 63 and a third sculptor's cut <laughs> play toy story 1 which is kind of the rarest game on 64 but not really it's a it was a blockbuster exclusive oh really yep the the sculptor's cut. Um, aside from that weird Turok game, that's like technically, arguably the rarest, and then maybe some one of cartridges out there. Turok was the best. Which is coming to Switch. Looking forward to that. Yeah, Turok one and two, I believe, are coming to Switch. Uh, what's that? The Mind Skull Bore. Cerebral Bore. Cerebral Bore. Yeah, I was gonna say that Cerebral was my favorite bore. weapon. That was a good time. Um, there's you, couldn't you explode that? I think you could if you if you if you saw it coming, you could shoot it and explode it before it hit you. If okay. you were good at that, because I was like, I know I did something with it, and I had no idea how I did it. But yeah, there was a there was what, some cool stuff with that. It just I can't remember what it was. One of my fondest memories was like playing with my two rock with my friends, drinking. Dr. Thunder because that's that's literally that was that was my when I was a kid that was my power up that was like like I'm playing video games and I'm drinking like a shitload of Dr. Thunder and we would we would play um like like not not teams like all versus all like free for all uh one shot kills and actually no it wasn't even that the bows um, so that's how I always played, just like all bows. I think that's what we did. It was all bows, one shot kill, and actually it wasn't free for all. It was everybody versus me, <laughs> and I was just pounding Doctor Thunders, and I won every single game. Because <laughs> you know what? When it was one against three, that was just more people for me to hit. That was <laughs> so. In other words, they're locked in there with you. Yes, they were locked <laughs> yes. in there with me, with my Doctor Thunder. <laughs> That, that I unreasonably love Turok. I there won't be there's not games like that anymore. No, like Turok, it's it's a product of an era. I don't think anybody anything like it could really come out. But I mean, I know there is that game, that that newer game that's being developed on the original Quake engine. So yeah, it's who knows? Weird. Who knows? That could revive some of that. Maybe I just always think games like. Like Goldeneye and uh, like all those types of games, like the the Goldeneye, Perfect, Perfect Dark. Dark, and even like Unreal Tournament, those types of games, like Super fa- uh, Tribes. Like oh just, my, 
super. They need a new tribes. Super fast, twitchy shooting. Just the, uh, I still think Perfect Dark, uh, the original, had the best co-op because the way you could put, you could, you could make it so the co-op they were at the other player was actually the enemy, <laughs> and. In your inventory, you had suicide pills. Oh, God. So you could just make the other player keep killing themselves because they would respawn as other enemies. Yeah. Until there just were no enemies in the level. Oh, God. It was weird. That game was super weird. That is weird. I I always thought Perfect Dark, uh, which maybe this isn't the most unique thing ever said. I know, uh, but Perfect Dark, I thought, was always better than Goldeneye. Ooh, that is... I, Hot take. I know a lot. I know a lot of people that think that it's it's a it's actually I think that's a point of contention. There's a lot of people that say Goldeneye is better. A lot of people say uh, Perfect Dark is better. Goldeneye, I, I one thing. So Perfect Dark had a better co-op. It had the best co-op. But Goldeneye had one of the coolest things in games that the if you on the harder difficulty, like on the hardest difficulty, it like changed the levels. You, you had to do, like, different shit in the levels for the objectives. And games just don't do that anymore. Yeah. I, I know one of the weirdest levels was the silo. Like, it changed how you had to do that level. Yeah. Which is... That's one of my favorite levels from that, just because you blow it up. <laughs> <laughs> it was just explosions everywhere. Yeah. Like, almost like... It's like a precursor to, like, the objective-based uh, MOBA-like shooters. Yeah, even though I, I always forget until I go back how the how those games worked in terms of aiming oh, that you have to like move, stop, hold the trigger, and yeah. then it pulls up a cursor to aim around. Yeah, that is, yeah, the, what a time to be alive. What was it? I think uh, I think it was an Alien game was the first one to do the twin sticks. Yeah, I. I I think so. I, I, just I know, know the what, one that made it popular, obviously, was Halo. Yeah, it just, whatever game, I think it was an alien game, did twin sticks, and a lot of the reviews at the time for it said... Nobody understood it. Yeah, Nobody they were understood like, this how is amazing unplayable, this is, like, not... You mean you can aim and walk at the same time? This is, they thought this it was is the, shitty. Yeah, they thought it was the worst idea ever. And like, you can't aim if you're walking. It's always the first iteration. Everything gets shit on. It was the on on live of its time. Yeah, it was the um, uh, uh, uh what was the what was the VR Nintendo thing that the, um, God, what was that? Oh, the Virtual Boy. Yeah, the Virtual. It's oh, a Virtual Boy of. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean VR? Yeah, the fucking Virtual Boy, like yeah. the most failed thing ever. Yeah, it was all in red. <laughs> <laughs> Who thought that was a good idea? <laughs> because it was your DEFCON one the entire time. Why? Why did this exist? <laughs> yeah. That was... I would love to. My, one of my uh, brother's friends growing up had a Virtua Boy. I never got to see it. But I mean, the fact that it was like you would set it on a table and like lean into it, it was like so weird sounding. You lean into it like those eye tests they have at the DMV. He was. My brother's friend was like a kid from the future. <laughs> like he it, had the time machine yeah well his, his like so you know we're over there and we're like barely on dial-up internet this guy had yeah. a t1 line in his house yeah i had a friend like that too like 
back when we were on dial up, they had like one of the huge like H like big screen TVs with a universal remote with a that uh, uh, what was it? They had a TiVo. They had, <laughs> they had the like one of the first generation TiVos. They had like a touch screen re- universal remote. And they had a swimming pool, and I thought that was cool. <laughs> these well, these guys didn't have a swimming pool, but they had that remote. They that probably a, cost just as much back okay, then. I thought the uh, biggest sign that they were rich is that they had a three-legged dog. <laughs> what? They had a three-legged dog. Look at Richie Rich over here with this three-legged dog. Y- it, you would see it, uh, like, it was how I always knew it was his house, because the dog would just be, like, running around the yard, and he was, like, the only kid I knew with a dog with three <laughs> legs. It's a sign that you're rich. I think it was missing its front right paw. Well, front right, like, whole leg. Um, But (laughs) I can't remember the name of that dog, but, man. Stumpy? (laughs) No, it was not anything (laughs) offensive. It was just a normal name. I keep wanting to say wishbone, but that sounds like (laughs) it was not wishbone. I wish I had a bone in my leg. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Or maybe it was a three-legged cat. No, it was a three-legged dog. We we've gone down this rabbit hole. We've we've diverged so far from Disney and headlines. We gotta take a break. Hello, wait, is this thing on? Oh, all right. Well, hello everybody. My name's Grog. I'm part of Sword Art Online. Ever a missing role player found? Grog. But it, yeah, it's nice. No, how's it going? What are you doing? I'm doing the promotion. But I'm supposed to do the promotion. But I'm the master of toasts. Grog. Speaking no, no. of which, the toast's done. Grog. It's not literal toast. What do you mean? Then what is it then? Here, let me show you. Hi guys, Snow here with Missing Role Player Found. Check out our actual play podcast on your favorite listening app, such as iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube. And check us out on our website at missingroleplayerfound.com. Oh, so that's what it is. All right, I think I got it now. Let me do the next promotion then. All right, fine. Yeah. Okay. You're back with Chez and Charles. With the news. <laughs> uh, so hot on the tails of the Disney news we just discussed. Lay it on me, Charles. Well, I'm going to lay it off you because Disney is expected to lay off thousands of people after the Fox buyout. So that's this week in layoffs. Way oh, to make on, everybody on. sad. Layoffs. Layoffs. Lay- 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 I don't want to be on the news anymore. <laughs> I'm just going to do it all by myself. <laughs> this is the news with me. It's just going to be me reading articles. I'm going to read the articles. I'm going to really stumble over all these titles. <laughs> I'm going to just... Mar- Marcus is going to be here, but he won't talk. I'm uh, I'm Chez. <laughs> hey, Chez, what's up? Hey, Charles. <laughs> it's my normal voice. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I'm not even going to try. No. All right. <laughs> hey, friend, we're back. Uh, now reading headlines. Uh, oh, God. Uh, Charles. 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 I'm, I'm dead. Damn it. I'm dead. Um, next week in games. Yeah, this is the... Uh, edit all this out, please. <laughs> so, basically, it looks like they are... As a result of like the the buyout, there's going to be a lot of kind of redundant roles, so they just got to get rid of people with the redundant roles. That's what it seems like the most. I mean, with a company the size of Fox and the company the size of Disney, 
when they combine into one company, <laughs> there's what what do you do with that amount of people? It's like a black hole eating another black hole. Yeah. And then it just it's the creation of a big bang. All those people that are laid off are gonna go create Fox Two. <laughs> Your silence is telling. You hate that idea. I I didn't know what to think of that idea. <laughs> it's like is that like a Coke too? That'll that be like- that'll be twenty second century Fox. So they make so they make Fox Two, and then after a couple of years, they have to bring back back Fox Classic, because <laughs> Fox Two sucks. Fox Classic, that's a good one. Um, I prefer Crystal Fox. Yuck! That's the worst flavor of Fox. What Fox are you <laughs> having? Fox Vanilla. Fox Vanilla. What's that new flavor? Fox Orange Vanilla? Yeah. Dreamsicle? I haven't tried it yet. Fox but Dreamsicle? I think it's good. I think it's going to be good. I, I've seen it at the store. I haven't bought it yet. And it's gonna, only a matter of time before they have the machines where you can pick your own flavor of Fox. Yep. <laughs> this is the worst bit we've done. <laughs> uh, speaking of that, um, you can get Surge at the Coke Freestyle Machines. Burger King exclusively. Oh, cool. I hate Burger King though. Um, but you got to go in there and get that surge out of a freestyle machine. You know what they should make? Tastes just like surge. You want to really bring back the 90s or early 2000s era? Uh, you got to bring back. Okay, you back. No, you bring back surge like they did. Yeah. But make a new version of it. And it's called Surge Anarchy Edition. <laughs> what? Why is it Anarchy Edition? What's more edgelord than drinking it? Anarchy Surge? Yeah. You would drink that. Uh, You would put that in your mouth? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love Surge. I was happy with that, that they brought it back. That's the, uh, when they add, like, taurine to Surge, it's Surge Anarchy Edition. (laughs) Or the Surge Classic, whatever was in the original Surge that they took out. I thought it was funny that they... I mean, originally, like, the thing with Surge was, like, it has too much caffeine, it has too much sugar in it, and they bring it back, and it's like child's play compared to Mountain Dew. <laughs> like, modern Mountain Dew, even modern Pepsi has more sugar and more caffeine than Surge does. I thought it was the amphetamines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was definitely the meth. It was definitely the meth that was in them. That's in the Anarchy Edition. <laughs> Oh, geez. All right. Well, I don't know if there's much else to say about this, but um, other than the fact that Disney has, um, before the Fox deal closed, Disney already had like 201,000 employees. Holy. So I don't know how big Fox is. It doesn't, this article doesn't say how big Fox is that they're merging. So I mean, like laying off thousands of people is like nothing to Disney. That's just like squishing a couple ants, <laughs> which they're going to do the Netflix. Netflix is not an ant. Netflix is a venomous uh, spider. <laughs> They've been nipping at the sides of the TV industry for far too long. Disney's going to do their best to put a stop to it. You know who I think's going to have the best streaming service? 
Google. Nintendo. <laughs> no, I'm just messing with you. Okay, I just wanted to say Nintendo. I have to say it every episode. Of. Nintendo. Okay. They don't pay me anything. <laughs> yeah. But uh I need them Reggie Geo, Bucks. How Geo do I GP's get, gonna double it? How do I get Reggie Bucks? <laughs> well, I don't know. That's better get your hands on them soon because the value is gonna go up because they're gonna become more rare as he's retiring. <laughs> as I mean, I, excuse me, as he's being promoted to Nintendo fan. Just like me. Yeah, you're just a, like me. You're a Nintendo fan. Who's got two thumbs can and plays I be, Nintendo? Can I? This guy, no. I, I would love to be demoted to a um, uh, 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 boss of Nintendo of America. I just want to be CFO. <laughs> that sounds like the best job. CFO. Yeah. I'll be a CFU. Chief financial. Chief fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Get out. Okay, so here is a weird article. Uh, so <laughs> the title is, Cosplay made me want to steal, says accused burglar. He was dressed up as Ray... I, how do you say that? Ray Ayanami. Ray Ayanami. Ray Ayanami's plug suit from Evangelion 3.0. Yeah, that's that's mm. what made him want to steal something because he was wearing that suit. If you were the Hamburglar, I would get it. <laughs> steal a bunch the, of hamburgers. As Ray Ayanami. No, just the Hamburglar. <laughs> the Hamburglar. Yeah, I'm the Hamburglar. Did the Hamburglar kill Mayor McCheese? I think, yeah. That's that's. Is that canon? Probably not, but we can make it canon. <laughs> has, has Ronald McDonald... Ever moonwalked? Because then I would know he was touching those children. <laughs> <laughs> um, does he have a ranch in Australia? Some would say it's a cool ranch and it's a type of Dorito. <laughs> Where was that? Where does that rank on a top ten? Max. <laughs> Max. Maximum. Um, Whereas Fritos is non-existent. No, I just you can steal you can steal if you're a hamburglar. But not if you're a what's other stealing characters that you could be cosplaying? Um Swiper. Yeah, yeah, Swiper is a good one. Which apparently that is getting a Michael Bay movie. Yeah, it looks the poster thing or artwork they had is They'll make a movie out of anything. Too real. It was so real. I um, I want to say that there's not there's not enough explosions that would make me want to go watch that, but I'm already paying for AMC's version of Movie Pass, so it's like I might as well. Question mark. I, I bet know. Terry Crews plays Dora. <laughs> Good casting. <laughs> that would definitely make me watch it. Terry Crews as Dora. The Explorer. Do they say swiper no swiping in the movie? That's what I want to know. Swiper no swiping! <laughs> Does he, would it be in the Terry Crews voice? Yes. Swiper no swiping! <laughs> He'll do it in the, st- the style of the, 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 the Old Spice commercials. Yeah, that's how I pictured it. Yeah. 
like doing his the peck dance. Yeah, the whole time. Like, like, <laughs> like essentially other word. other characters are talking, and he's just like over there flexing his pecs and like. You remember that one where he hooked up all the muscles to like a the instruments? Yeah, yeah, that was like the best <laughs> one. That one, that one's up there with the best, as well as all the ones where he like broke the fourth wall into other commercials. Yeah, that was pretty good. Old Spice is too powerful to stay in its own commercial. <laughs> I mean, all those brands were still like, they're all owned by the same company. So, I mean, it makes sense, but that's still hilarious. He just, that's him in the Dora movie being like, we found the map. (laughs) We found the map. (laughs) Fucking Terry Crews. (laughs) Terry goddamn Crews. All right, we'll move on. We're moving on. So Turtle Beach is buying German peripheral maker Rockat. I don't know how that's pronounced. R O C C A T. I told you I've never heard of this, so yeah. I can't help you on this. So they 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 bought him for nineteen point two million dollars. So if you're familiar with peripherals for video game products, more specifically headphones, um, this is pretty big is news. Is it Rockat? Rockat. Is mean, a C-H? Well, that's Germans. No, it's two C's. I don't think oh, something C-C-A. in German would be Rochat. That's not. It's R O C C A T. Rochat. Really? No, I have no idea. <laughs> I I think I don't know. So yeah, that's R- happening. Rosket. Rosket. Um, I'll just mention this one real quick. There's not a whole lot to say about it, but Bart Simpson becomes an esports star in the next episode of The Simpsons. Um, teaming up with Riot Games and League of Legends, obviously. You mean China? China. China, China. Yep. Teams up with just China. Teaming up with China. Yeah. That's esports going more and more mainstream every day. That's Is that the top? Is when you reach Simpson status, is that the top? That just means they did it before everybody else. I think they're a little late. Yeah. This is probably one of the few instances where instances where you you too you're a little late to the punch. I mean, it's just kind of reminiscent of the World of Warcraft episode. Yeah, like, at least in my eyes, it can only yeah. be a little reminiscent of that of South Park. South Park's World of Warcraft episodes were like, well, for me, that's peak World of Warcraft, or that's peak that's peak sim. God, South Park. That's peak South Park. It won a lot of awards for it. It's good. Good ass episode. I like the story behind behind the part where they when they um when they wanted to do that episode and they contacted Blizzard and said they wanted to do this episode and they were like expecting like a no, but Blizzard was like, Oh no, we'll like send you a whole bunch of stuff and we'll we'll like send you like all like the three D rigs and we'll like send someone over to like help you set them all up and <laughs> like they're like all about this this South Park world of warcraft crossover when it happened i mean it helped world of warcraft was already popular at the time but i mean it helped skyrocket i think i think further it it reduced the stigma of it even though like they really portrayed it in the terrible like cartman just mom i'm bad bro (laughs) that was the worst part (laughs) just like crapped all over his mom (laughs) that was the worst but at the same time it kind of normalized 
MMOs in a little way. Anyway, I might check out the Simpsons episode and see what it's all about, even though I don't really watch Simpsons. Me neither, but... I hear it's yeah. still good, I just I haven't watched it in like a, two decades now. I generally like pretty much everything Matt Groening, Groening does. I mean, I liked Disenchanted, obviously. It took me a bit. It's it's a little hard to get into at first. Um, I feel a season two will be better of Disenchantment. Oh yeah, but, I'm sure. Yeah, that uh, it took like six or seven episodes for me to get into it. And it's like, oh, there's only like what ten episodes? In the- yeah, it was it was rough. Yeah, but it's like you almost have to be like it's you almost have to suspend some of like like the other stuff they've done. It's like you come into this and you're like, well, Futurama. I want <laughs> that's. Everybody just wanted more Futurama. Everyone wants more Futurama. Everyone will never stop wanting Futurama, even though like it keeps not getting super great. Like whenever they do make new episodes, it doesn't get great ratings. So I mean, it's kind of it's like, a cult thing. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like all those things where you think you want a sequel to it, but then when you see the sequel, you're like, it's not what I want. I think the ultimate case of that, at least in my mind, was Zoolander. Like I mean, I still haven't even seen that sequel. Yeah, Zoolander one is like a slam dunk. Perfect. Like it it's shouldn't one, have been as good as it was. Zoolander one is a perfect movie. I would and, say. And then it, they made Zoolander two, and it is like it's got jokes. But and Anchorman is also in that same boat. Yep. Anchorman and, one is a perfect movie. And probably Super Troopers. I haven't watched the sequel. I uh, same. Um. Well, that's how. Uh, I hear a lot about it and I haven't watched it, but when I worked at the theater, um, McGruber, everybody really liked that. And I hear a lot of people want a sequel to McGruber. And I was like, you think you want a sequel, but you don't. Dumb and Dumber, same thing. Yeah, You it's, think you want a sequel, but you really don't. Yeah, I think that's kind of the same same thing. I've no, I think I've kind of re- reiterated this before. It's something that I heard on Giant Bomb when they were talking about um, when people wanted the like the original world of Warcraft back and it's like, no, you don't want the original world of Warcraft. You want the feeling you had when you played the original Warcraft for the first time. Yeah, that's exactly it though. I mean, since I said dumb and dumber, I do think of how in the like actual sequel, not the, uh, pre the prequel (laughs) that they made, but where they played it off. Like Harry just pretended he was like insane for, the the year gap between the movies yeah (laughs) (laughs) it was the long con yeah so i thought that was pretty funny but it it was nothing could live up to the magic captured in the originals of a lot of these like cult movies so i get it and i get sometimes people want to you're gonna long for more and once again you think you want more but it's just you want those feelings yeah that's all it is that the magic can only be captured like once and then it's gone god i really love zoolander <laughs> such a good the the um uh, kill the th- prime minister of malaysia the 2001 like space odyssey music when they're smashing up the computer oh man because <laughs> the files are in the computer <laughs> that never gets old never was that that was directed by um ben stiller right i want to say yes yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. I th- I've i always thought uh, he's a better director than he is an actor. Um, and that's cause tro- yeah. mostly because Tropic Thunder. 
Yeah, that. And did he direct the one where he has like those visions in his head too? Um, I can't remember. The, the one where he like goes on a real life adventure, but like he always has like these visions of going on an adventure. Like he imagines things happening, but they are just in his head. I don't know. I can't remember the I name don't of that know movie what now. What movie that is? I'm trying to remember. But he's like he he plays like someone that works for like I think it's like Time Magazine and it's like their the whole story is like we're closing up shop nobody wants to buy magazines anymore so now you he's being he's tasked with finding the picture that they're going to use on the last Time Magazine I can't remember if it was Time or People it was one of those magazines it might have been Time. And they're like, no, I've definitely never seen this. Yeah, movie. like the, he's tasked with he has to find the image that they're going to use on the very last issue of Time. Huh. I should check that out. It's a good movie. I liked it. I just know Tropic Thunder was one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. So I, I think he and Zoolander, obviously. So it's like Ben Stiller's a good director. <laughs> when, when you type in Ben Stiller Time in in Google, it it autofills magazine movie. <laughs> Uh, Secret Life of Walter Mitty. That's the name of the movie. Oh, and so he did he direct that? I was working at the let theater me, when that came out as well. Let me check because I I don't know. Yep, yeah, it is directed by him. I, and that's a more serious one. Yes, it it, it does have comedy, but it is serious. And it's also rated PG. <laughs> Reaches I, the most amount of people. I just know a lot of old people went to it. It's a good movie. I'd recommend it. You're not <clears> old. I am old. I'm old compared to all these Fortnite players. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of fucking Fortnite, I, I, every week something happens or I see something that makes me question what the fuck is this game? There's a, there's a new, there's a newer vehicle in that game that is essentially a hamster ball with a grappling hook on it. I don't, people are just flying around grappling on the trees and flying into the air, swinging around with this hamster ball. I don't understand. I don't, the fuck is this game what are we doing when when do we get to watch movies in fortnite not there yet we're there in minecraft and How minecraft long did is, it take minecraft to Mine, get there? minecraft is just a bunch of squares <laughs> okay i gotta move on here we'll move on to uh bioware caves and increases anthem loot quality across the board so a while ago people were complaining that like there's a lot of shitty loot in anthem and kind of their solution was okay well we'll just change like the levels or we'll remove the crappy loot and what they did is they removed the crappy loot but then it just it just reduced the amount of loot you got (laughs) across the board so you weren't getting crappy loot you were just getting less loot overall and so now they like increased that so they're kind of listening i mean in that same line, they were they're very disappointed in the rocky launch of the game, which I mean, go figure. Of course, they're that was has to be. I mean, when you're when your game is out there like almost breaking people's consoles, that's 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 pretty disappointing. <laughs> you want your do you want your console to be bricked? Yes. Yes. You want your Lego bricks? It wasn't bricking consoles. I know. You just had to rebuild the database. <laughs> you had to. It was, it was not, it wasn't the bad, it wasn't a bad crash. It was like the, the worst crash. Like I, I liked when people were talking about it, like it, it, it crashes, it gives you the bad crash, but it was like a bad crash worse than that. Cause some people were having to like restart their 
PlayStation in a weird way to even get it to like turn back on and start rebuilding itself from like the Borg it is. It's weird. So, I mean, thankfully it wasn't hard bricking the console, but I would call that a soft brick. Yeah, I can agree with that. Um, So in the future for Epic Game Store, we are going to be seeing cloud saves, achievements, and more. Uh, so they have a full roadmap on Trello, of all places. Uh, but they also listed that the features listed and times they're scheduled for are subject subject to change. But I mean, obviously, the I mean, the important ones are going to be the cloud saves. That's kind of the thing these days is cloud saves. Got to be able to take your game wherever you want, especially when they start going cross platform, which won't matter when you are playing on Google Stadia. I already take my game where I want. Yeah, because you have a Switch. But what if you want to play it on another Switch? I don't want to. (laughs) Have have you heard the process for that? No. It's a nightmare, apparently. You got to have both Switches in your possession to transfer. Oh, my God. Yep. Yeah. It's it's the worst. Nintendo's got to catch up on that type of stuff. (laughs) I I don't know why that's... It's just like... When something internet related is like incredibly behind every other platform, it's like ah, it's a it's Nintendo. Yeah, it's it's they give them excuses. Yeah, it's like Valve and Valve time. People just oh, it's Valve time. I mean, similar with Bethesda games being buggy as all oh, hell. Fuck. Yeah. Oh, it's the Bethesda engine. It's like okay, that I guess makes it excusable. Yeah. All right, we'll move on to Dwarf Fortress. So I. Th- I think last week we mentioned that Dwarf Fortress is coming to Steam, um, but some details have emerged as to why. Uh, so obviously that the Dwarf Fortress is coming to Steam and it will have a graphical interface to it. It will actually have graphics as opposed to just the ASCII art. Um, and uh, evidently the creator of or the developer of Dwarf Fortress is having some health issues and he needs health care. And so this is basically what's going to help him pay for that. So that's why we are getting Dwarf Fortress on Steam now. Uh, let's see, what does it say he needs it for? Right, well, apparently I was, <laughs> I read this wrong. He actually doesn't have any health issues yet. He just wants to, <laughs> he wants to have health insurance. Because he's like, we're getting old now, and I want health insurance in case I, something does go wrong. 100% reasonable in this day and age. Yeah. Yeah, when the difference can basically mean you're, like, bankrupt for the rest of your life if you don't have it. So, yeah, that's to help him pay for health insurance, which is understandable. I mean, how long has Dwarf Fortress been out? Like, how long has it been a thing? It's been a long time. I feel like 2013. I wonder. I wonder. Maybe. Maybe even sooner. Oh, geez. 2006. Okay, it's been a lot sooner. It's been been over 10 years, 13 years, and it took four years to develop it. I mean, it's still been getting stuff, hasn't it? I I mean, it's getting new stuff for Steam, but... Yeah, I think that, yeah, he puts new stuff, and there's a lot of, like, different... A lot of... And there's a lot of third-party, like, people making mods. Like, there have already been, like, graphical interface mods for it, um... Which might also just be whatever is being used on Steam. There just might be just native support for it. But yeah, so I guess um, go buy it and give give that guy some health care. 
Or don't. Or don't. Be an asshole. <laughs> so after announcing that there's going to be like a $93 like season one DLC for Dead or Alive 6, there is now an announcement that there's going to be like a free version of the game where you have access to four characters. Doesn't really surprise me, to be honest. I guess it's not a bad way to get people like to see if they like the game or not and try it out. It's like, well, here's four characters, play it for free, and then just buy the game if you like it. It's like a, I mean, it can't go wrong with that because it's essentially a demo. Remember when? Remember demos? Remember when that was? A remember thing? PlayStation Underground? <laughs> remember Xbox Magazine? Oh, remember Blinks the Time Sweeper? Remember PC Gamer? Remember? No, that's already that's still a thing. There's still demos. There's not not as much anymore, but I yeah. feel like way more. There's more access to them. They're just not on a disc. That's true. Remember, it's just it's it's different now. Yeah, I just remember the kind of the nostalgia for the demo disc, and I mean the Xbox stuff had like secret import games on them and whatnot. Yeah, the I loved the demo disc for I can't remember if it was Game Informer or not. But it always had like it had like a, a couple solid demos, but then it had like freeware and stuff, and it had like desktop backgrounds you could use, and all sorts of cool shit. Did it have some of those? Uh, what are they? Visualizers, I think. Sometimes I think it did. Yeah. Um. They always. It seemed like every other month they would have some. Oh, what was that top-down shoot 'em up game that was? Like you're, it was like a horde mode type thing where you're shooting a bunch of aliens, alien monsters. Centipede. No, it was a carga. Mm-mm. God, I can't remember that name now. Or as I call it, Ikaruga. <laughs> no, I don't think it was that. Hmm. Maybe I'll remember it for next week. It was kind of an. They always had like a different version of that game every other month or so on the demo disc. It was just like a freeware thing. But at any rate, we are moving on to some Xbox Game Pass news. So something that we've kind of been wondering here is uh, something we alluded to earlier in this podcast about the Google Stadia thing where whether the library you have access to is just like an ever-growing thing or if it's going to be like a lo- rotating thing. And so, on that note, Game Pass has a few games that are leaving Game Pass service this month. So, that's kind of something I've been wondering. Like, are these, like, is this going to turn into, like, the same thing as Netflix where we have articles every month of, like, here's what's coming to Game Pass this month and here's what's leaving because... The contract is up, and so if you want to play this game, you better get it in before it's not on the service anymore. Because that happens a lot with Netflix, where you have something added to your list that you want to play, and then it just gets removed, and you can't watch it anymore. And you don't really know that it's getting removed unless you're like super into like reading all the Netflix news and finding out that it's going to be leaving. So I guess otherwise you can listen to our podcast, and we'll tell you. <laughs> I guess. Because I mean. <laughs> if I, I guess if I come across an article, I'll mention it so that 
get the word out because I don't know. I don't I don't really like contracts. I don't like any of that stuff. I just want to play games. I don't like rules. I don't like rules. I don't play by rules. I'm forced to play by rules. Uh, so anyway, I guess I'll just mention the games that are leaving. Um, so at the end of March, we are losing Kingdom New Lands, Late Shift, Portal Knights, and Sacred Citadel. Uh, all of those have been in the library since April 2018, and they are leaving at the end of this month. Um, but um, in that same note, we have six new games that are coming to Game Pass. Pull those ones up here real quick. So on March 21st, we are getting Deus Ex Mankind Divided. What Remains of Edith Finch, uh, Telltale's Walking Dead, Michonne. Is that, is that his? Yeah, Michonne. Michonne, okay. Um, the RPG Vampire and Operencia, The Stolen Sun. And then on April 1st, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. And then on April 4th, Minecraft is joining Xbox Game Pass. I thought it was weird that Minecraft wasn't already there because that's technically a first party Microsoft game these days. That one's probably going to permanently be on there. Yeah, I'm pretty. I mean, that would be stupid for them not to because, again, it's it's first party Microsoft game now. It's just the way it be. All right, we'll move on to the next article because that's all I have for Game Pass. Devil Devil May Cry 5 sales past DMC's early sales with over 2 million copies sold. Big game. This is good news. It's good news for Devil May Cry fans everywhere. That's a lot of units moved. Yeah, that is. Uh, especially because that just came out this last week. Yeah, I mean, I think this will be will join uh, or match the numbers of RE2 remake two. Yeah, I think so. I think it's up there. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be good sales for this game. I mean, I think it'll still be a while before anything beats those Monster Hunter World numbers. <laughs> but I think this is this is also something to be said that um, single player games are not dead. Stop saying single player campaign games are dead, everybody. They're they're not. And stop saying that's a good game to come to Switch. Because <laughs> all games, all games are good to come to Switch. Would be good on Switch. I mean, unless they're too graphically intensive and then like the hardware Devil can't handle Cry it. Like Devil May Cry 5, I still don't know how that's possible, but they said, <laughs> they, the director said if, uh, which I probably said this last podcast, but if Dragon's Dogma sells well on Switch, they said they'd bring over Devil May Cry 5. I don't think that's possible. <laughs> you don't look too good? If they're going to do it, I think it would have to be specifically in Japan and through that streaming service how they did uh, oh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey I and see. Resident Evil 7. Okay. But they didn't specify that. They just said we would bring it over and I was like I I don't know about that. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, the game has some stiff load times on like PS4 so oof. some pretty long ones. How come consoles don't have SSDs yet? That's the next thing. Well, One hopefully the next air like the next Xbox does. Next Xbox with a one terabyte SSD. As far as I've heard, they will probably go with hybrid drives. 
Yeah, that's probably a better solution. <laughs> yeah, that's at least down the grapevine scenario is what yeah. I've been hearing is probably, you know, SSD for like OS and system updates and then yeah. the rest is for games. Yeah. And I've heard the transfer rates on hybrid drives is higher. Like it, I'm not sure. I don't know. I not know, necessarily like, in terms of like read, but in terms of writing. Oh, I see. I guess it depends on how the SSD is because some um now there's like two different classes of like SSDs. There's the ones that plug in via SATA and then there's ones that plug in via um I, I, PCI Express. I guarantee it's it's not a it's not going to be a PCI Express. <laughs> yeah, probably not. But yeah, I like I'm, like a lot of people are like, yeah, the the PCI Express SSDs are the way they go. It's like, well, yeah, I mean, obviously that's going to be the fastest. But I don't. I feel like SATA is still pretty fast. When are we going to start getting like just internal USB 3.0? connectors to everything because that's like the fastest thing of all time right now is that the new one um they, or is there 4.0 oh my god okay i don't know if i can go down the usb rabbit hole because they're already announcing usb um so there's usb like i meant what i meant to say is usb 3.2 so we have usb okay. 3.1 right now i knew there was a new one that they it's transfer rate is like ridiculous ridiculous so usb 3.2 is double the speed of usb 3.1 um usb 4 which is like coming out like probably around the same time as usb 3.2 um doubles that rate okay um but when i'm it's it's such a weird thing what i'm reading is that like usb 4 is technically um that what's what's the apple standard again fire firewire yeah it's technically firewire but with a usb connection it's usb c connection so like firewire and usb with or U, firewire and usb 4 with the usb type c connector will technically be the same it's weird uh you know don't talk about this it's i too- told you i don't want to go down it's 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 a really fucked up rabbit hole that we're getting into with USB now. It's not going to be universal anymore. Like plugging a USB Type C connector into a FireWire port and it just works as FireWire. I mean, what the what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like we already have issues with like with people frying their electronics by plugging in a USB cable into something because it wasn't rated for the right amperage or something. And I think this is going to like quadruple that problem. Like imagine like I bought this USB 4.0 and it's supposed to be backwards compatible and I plug it into my USB 3, my USB 3 connector or my USB 3 like because there there are a lot of laptops out there that are switching to being charged with USB type C connectors. So you're reminding me why I like consoles so much and it's (laughs) It's, not a lot of moving parts. Yeah, not, not a lot of stuff to deal with. You don't have to like you don't have to look for a master list of usb cable and usb chargers put together by a google employee on his spare time buying all the cables he can off of amazon and reviewing them and making sure that they work for people that want to buy them 
Like you, you obviously. That's the state we're in right now. You know, I know a lot about computer stuff, and it's like just an infinite rabbit hole of yeah. like everything. It never ends. It never ends. Oh man. I mean, I love PC gaming. I love PC stuff, but it is the upkeep on it is so ridiculous sometimes that it's just it's so much easier just to buy a console every few years and just play that. I mean, every like. At my my job, I work with some like weird equipment that has really weird. <laughs> it has some weird. I don't want to mention what it is, but it has weird ports. So like weird old timey parallel ports that aren't exactly parallel ports. Yeah, that's. And some of that are serial ports, but they're not exactly serial ports. It'll be it'll plug into a serial port or a parallel port on the computer. Yeah, but the one that plugs in on the other end is. <laughs> Not exactly that. Oh, God. So it's a mess. It's all this stuff is a mess, especially yeah. when you start working with legacy equipment and trying to use it with new software. Getting that stuff to work on a Windows 10 PC was not the oh easiest. Oh, God. Obviously, you might getting, as well be using Linux. <laughs> yeah. Get, getting having to adjust bit rates for a serial port. <laughs> Yeah, yeah bit, sounds like messing a with bit transfer rates. Like you don't have to do that on parallel, but on serial port, yeah, I have to do that, and it is not. I had to learn a lot of stuff. I learned a lot. Gotta open up that um, CMD and start typing away. I had to do that for something else. <laughs> I had to do that with a more modern piece of technology, but it was probably made for a Windows uh, ninety-eight. Oh God, thing, but. Yeah. But I had to, I had to open up the command prompt to ping it packets through, like, uh, y- you know what I'm talking about, yeah. to ping internet packets, uh, to be sure it was receiving stuff since it's hooked yeah. up through, uh, Ethernet. But that's always fun, fun stuff. Yeah, that reminds me of like I had like an old printer back when I was in like high school or something, and uh, we had. Yeah, I think it's high school. So this was a printer we had from like the Windows 98 era um, that still worked. And I had to do some weird stuff. I don't even remember exactly what I had to do, but it was it was not fun to get it to work with Windows XP. <laughs> Originally at my work, I had four computers um, because they I convinced them otherwise eventually. But at first they said the machines that had these serial and parallel port connections, those were on two individual computers because they, the people running the shop at the time were convinced that those couldn't hook up to modern computers. <laughs> you proved them otherwise. Yeah, so we had a, we had a Windows 95 they're like, machine. They're, they're we, afraid that like if they touched anything, they would never get to use the equipment again. I, I, I mean, some of it, it didn't surprise me because some of it, one of the other machines I had to do a lot of really weird stuff to because I had... So, one of the machines was on a Windows 95. One of them was on a Windows 98. Oh, God. There was also another thing that was on a Windows XP computer. Um, and then there was the, my more modern computer, which at the time was on a Windows 8. Yeah. And there was a fifth computer, but I don't like to talk about it because I never figured out how it worked and we <laughs> eventually just got rid of it. Um, but it was like... Not even really DOS. It was a computer that used cartridges. Oh, Jesus. You had to change out the cartridges based on what files of, like, information, like, data packets. And they kind of look like, uh, 
like eight track tapes a little bit. They were like big cartridges. That's. It was the oldest computer. Like I put in quotes because I don't really know what this was. It seemed familiar, but I can't place the name. But yeah, it had the cartridges had specific language packets on them. Oh my god! Yeah, it it was the weirdest thing I've ever seen, and nobody there. Like after the person left, nobody knew how to work that thing. <laughs> um, so I never used it, uh, even though I kind of needed it. Um, we found a workaround, but. Yeah, all my that we had so many computers for a lot of this stuff, and the only there's one thing that was problematic, and that's because drivers there weren't uh, drivers for it really for Windows 10. Um, obviously, you can kind of jimmy rig that by running in compatibility mode, which is not great, but yeah. it it kind of works. It kind of works now. <laughs> kind old, of. Yeah, just old printers that. Basically, overall, I I basically use old printers in a way at my job. So just think of it as old timey printers that they've never updated the equipment. Just a bunch of dot matrix. <laughs> oh, man. I just using okay. typewriters over there. It feels that way. <laughs> I mean, electronic it, typewriter. I think. There are many days where I, with the machine that has the messed up drivers, it hardly works. And many days, it feels like the scene from uh, Office Space that I'm just going to take <laughs> it outside take and it like, out. take it out back like last, like, like old Yeller and just, just throw it off a bridge and on the highway. Yeah. It, oh man. Old, old tech is not compatible with modern day tech in many ways. Well, speaking of old tech not being compatible with modern tech, uh, The Sims 4 will not support 32-bit PCs uh, after their uh, update in June. So maybe like old versions will still work, but like no more, no more support for 32-bit computers with The Sims 4. They're taking a hard stance against 32-bit computing so i thought you were gonna say 32-bit users and it was gonna go into the all about the pentium song by weird al <laughs> there's 32-bit l- l- losers because <laughs> what that lyric is like a 32-bit world you're a two-bit loser <laughs> that's that, good the lyrics in that song are hilarious now because i mean it didn't age well in terms of yeah because he says a lot of stuff that at the time was like beyond ridiculous specs for a computer. And but now, now it's, it's ancient. Like, yeah, like it's like that. that's crap. And yeah. At the time it was like non-existent and ridiculous. Yeah. But yeah, the Sims 4 is taking that hard stance of all people. I think everything games. will eventually go that way. It's like they're, they really want to get rid of that x86 architecture and dive right into x64. Meanwhile, Apple is trying to move away from x86 and going into ARM computers. I, we don't talk about that, but <sighs> I, I never liked that x64 is like... Lower the, than a, x86? Yes, and but it's like the newer one. Yeah, and I always forget why that is the way it is, but yeah. I don't know enough I don't about know architecture why. to say that, but yeah, I know. I don't, I don't remember why 32-bit is x86 and 
64-bit is X64. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Apple's going into ARM development instead of... Ugh, so developers out there have fun with that because we're going back into the dark ages of when it's like impossible to port stuff between Apple and PC. Remember those ages? That was terrible. <laughs> we're going right back into it. All right. We'll move on here. Let's get to the next next news. So remember remember Pikachu? Remember No. Remember Detective Pikachu? Yes. <laughs> um you remember how everybody wanted Danny DeVito's voice to be Pikachu? Yeah. Well, apparently they actually tested out his voice when they were like doing animation tests. They just used clips of his voice for it. Which makes this news made me the most upset this week. Because this is what we want. This is what we wanted. They went with Ryan Reynolds instead. I mean, I'm not discrediting Ryan Reynolds. I love Ryan Reynolds. But Danny DeVito's voice would have been perfect. That or Gilbert Gottfried. I would have accepted Gilbert Gottfried. I never thought of that, but that's pretty funny. I think it would be good. I like that. I mean, it would basically just be a Pikachu version of Yago. <laughs> right? It's funny in my mind. <laughs> uh, but that's all I have for that. So that's your dis- that's this week in disappointments. Halo Master Chief Collection may not support Xbox Play Anywhere for PC. So that's something that people were excited that might be an oppor- uh, possibility. Uh, it doesn't seem to be the case. It seems that if you want it on the um, PC, you're going to have to buy it again. Unless you have like the Game Pass. I mean, it's it's coming to Game Pass, right? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Right, so last week we mentioned some stuff about Castle Crashers. And then not much long after we recorded... Castle Crasher Cra- Castle Crashers Remastered was confirmed for Nintendo Switch and PlayStation 4. I'm excited. I wish it was Yeah, not more, as excited as if this. it was a Ca- sequel. Yeah, like a sequel or something more than this. We'll take what we can get. This is like content complete though, which there was a lot there. Yeah, 1080p and 60 frames per second support. I mean that game was already really good like visually. Since it's kind of vector-like. Yeah, so you're going to get Pink Knight, Necromancer, and Blacksmith without paying for any DLC. Uh, They're also working on Game 5, which it hopes to share later this year. Battle Block Theater 2. That's what you think it is? No. (laughs) No. I'm going to laugh if that's what it is. (laughs) I I don't think they'll make a... Unless they make Castle Crashers 2, I don't think they'll make a sequel to any of their games. Well, they actually have a quote here. Uh, We might make Castle Crashers 2 someday, but it would have to hit all the right points at the right times. Um, It has to be a product that would end up vastly improved rather than more of the same, which is only something we can accomplish with gaining experience. Because I think the last game they put out was Pit People. I never played that one. What was the first game they put out? Alien Hominoid? Or was that even them? I know that was a Newgrounds game, but I don't know if that was the behemoth or not. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what their first game was. I mean, I am I could be wrong, but I think mostly it's like Castle Crashers, Battle Block Theater, and Pit People. Yeah. But you said game five, so I, I don't... 
Game oh. Four is another one that's secret. I don't know. <laughs> that's why I'm like, I, I can't think yeah. of another game. I think it's cuff. funny that their code name is just Game Five. <laughs> Maybe it's to throw you off. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I honestly could be missing one. Maybe. Unless it's Alien Hominoid, but I swear Alien there, I swear there's Alien Hominoid and Alien Hominoid Two, but I could be wrong on that too. <laughs> do you like baseball? No. Neither do I. So I'm not buying MLB the show. But you can play baseball in Rocket League now, which might actually be more fun than real baseball. (laughs) Um, Rocket League made soccer more fun than soccer, so it could make baseball more fun than baseball. Okay, I looked it up, and they did Alien Hominoid in 2004. Then they did Castle Crashers in 2008. Then Battle Block Theater in 2013. And then pit people in 2017. So, so there was never a follow up to Alien Hominoid, but it's because there was so many Alien Hominoid internet games before it got like an actual game. <laughs> okay, well, I am editing all of the Rocket League stuff out because it's not actually baseball. It's just skins. So I'm not even going to talk about this. I'm just going to. You ruined it. my day. I ruined my own day. I was like, I want to play baseball inside Rocket League. So I'm just going to delete that out. We're going to move on. We're going to move on. Konami announces an anniversary collection for all major platforms. That seemed all right, to be honest. The, uh, it, Is the, this the just Castle- their swan song to the gaming industry for good? or Because well, what? It was Castlevania and what was the other one? Uh, let's see. Let me scroll down here. Um... Haunted Castle, Typhoon, Gradius, Gradius 2, or Gradius and Gradius 2, Life Force, Thundercross, Scramble, Twin B. What is Okay, so this one's just kind of a overall Konami thing, but they oh, are so That's due. the first, oh, it's several packs. So, like, the first pack is, like, the arcade ones. Uh, then there's are, Castlevania yeah. and Contra Collection. Okay, those are the two I was thinking of. Um, yeah, those seem, those seem interesting. I mean, they're all digital only. If they can do justice by those, I guess. No word on how much it's going to cost, it says here. So, Oh, never mind. Uh, wait. the Well, the arcade classics are $19.99. Uh, it doesn't say anything about the other ones. So pick those up when they come out. Um, the first, the, the, the arcade ones is April 18. It doesn't say the other ones, though. Just give me all the information. Damn it. All this teasing. All right. We'll move on to Sony news. Um, Sony is going to have their own Nintendo Direct. Yeah, all three companies now have a Nintendo Direct-like thing because Microsoft now has the inside Xbox. Yep. And Sony's now doing their similar thing. So Nintendo did it first. Nintendo Nintendo was on the right side of history on this one. Nintendo is a tastemaker. <laughs> they are really. They they do things that nobody else thinks to do sometimes. And then usually everybody copies them. Everyone copies them and then they do it better <laughs> in some ways. Yeah. But being the first has its merits. Usually. But yeah, there's going to be a what are they calling it? The state of play. That's what they're calling it. So you have March 25th. Inside Xbox, 
State of Play, Nintendo and Direct. Nintendo Direct. Write us and tell us which one's the best, even though you're not going to, but <laughs> I'm just going to say that. It's, yeah. Who knows? I don't I don't have an opinion on which one is best. Nintendo Direct. <laughs> you're biased. Well, they beam it directly to you. They beam it to your brain. That's what I feel like. They don't really say that anymore like they used to with Awada, but... Yeah. I miss Awada. I wish I... Uh, I wish I knew which one of these was reverb. Just switch it to reverb and just... Because <laughs> that's what they do. They just... It's the snap. It's directly to you. <laughs> uh, Epic Game Store won't accept crappy games. A 100% direct result of the Rape Day game. This has to be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> because like their language behind it was definitely yeah we're not gonna like our games are gonna be like rated r or m at most and like basically just shooting dagger eyes over at steam i mean i think that's the smart way about it to be honest yeah i mean if you're selling it for money then yeah for sure i just like i like the language of we're not gonna take crappy games only only high quality games over here at Epic, over at Epic Epic HQ, we have the the good games. If you want crappy games, you can go to Steam. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, we're gonna move on to the next news. Oculus Rift S revealed new VR headset with built-in sensors for four hundred dollars. So it sounds like they're finally getting to the point where they're making this stuff more accessible to people rather than. Having to spend six, seven, eight hundred dollars for VR sets to in, to play the VR games, so I like that. I'm all for more accessibility and cheaper options in the area of VR. I wonder how it holds up to the PlayStation PlayStation VR. They did make it clear that it is not a Rift Two, so it's Rift HD. <laughs> this is the Ultra Rift. It's Rift, no. Rift SD. This is the going to make you real sick. The Rift Rift. <laughs> it's going to make you sick. It's the Rift slow-mo. Um, every time you move, it just slowly drags behind your, your vision. So, like, when you, like, turn around, if you turn around fast enough, you can catch up to where you were. <laughs> no, none of that. None of that. Okay, I guess so. We, we didn't bring this up during the top three when we're talking about the Google Stadia, but here are, there are some other things where the, um, <laughs> the Google Stadia boss is out there saying like weird, like just I, it's things that I think are insane. Um, basically the, the first thing he says that he is absolutely unequivocal, unequivocally sure that latency won't be an issue. I just, I don't see an issue. I don't see a future where latency isn't an issue unless there's just, I, I I don't I don't see how it's physically possible. It's because they're not bringing fighting games to this thing. Okay, latency is <laughs> not an issue. <laughs> Single player only games. Very slow. Minecraft. Games that have a lot of frames of animation, like twenty frames of animation. Skyrim. I'm just talking anime games from Bandai Namco. <laughs> yeah, I just I that that's latency is always an issue. I mean. Like like you mentioned earlier, 
um, people who play fighting games like count frames. So, uh, yeah. And the other crazy thing, he, he, he basically thinks that he's out here saying that data caps won't be an issue. They're not, okay? <laughs> not an issue. And also he says, like, he says, like, the, this, the dumb thing, like, that it's, oh, it's really only mainly an issue in the U.S. It's like, are you kidding me? Like, people all around the world have data caps on their, like, wired internet. Like, it's, it's probably less of a thing in the U.S. It's just people that have Comcast that have data caps, as far as I know, at least on their home internet. But he's like, yeah, I mean, the the, the demands change. Uh, when streaming came out, they increased the data caps. And they're like, I, I don't. I don't think that was the case. I mean, some places made deals where you need to take up your issues with big data. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I just feel like some of this stuff is um, like there's there's certain companies where they'll make deals where like, oh, your Netflix stuff doesn't count towards the data or listening to Spotify music doesn't count towards your data. But that's that's the stuff I'm kind of seeing. They're not just saying like, oh, yeah, we'll raise the caps just because people want more. Like, that's a reason for them to not raise it because they get more money out of it. They're, they're going to make, either way, they're going to make their money. Whether they charge the customer or they do it on the back end where Google's having to make deals to get, like, increased data to their customers or they're, they're, they're paying them off to raise the limits or something. I don't know. It's... Without net neutrality, it's, this this shit's all fucked up. It's the Wild West. I want the Wild West again. <laughs> we lost the Wild West. The West was won. We're losing it. I want. I am 100% ready for Internet 2. So Elon Musk. Remember the Alamo. Remember the Alamo and Elon Musk. Get get on developing Internet 2 because that, that, that's what I want. So that's it for the podcast. I'm out of here. No, Donald Trump called for Internet 3. <laughs> <laughs> so does Internet 3 come out at the same time as uh, 6G? 6G and Internet 3 simultaneously. Boom. That's the one-two punch you need. And that's the podcast for this week. See you next week. <laughs>